evening, everybody. This is the Dynasties podcast. What's going on? We in here. Rice Capers, aka Kung Fu Cape, aka Cape Twelve Twelve on the socials, on Twitch. I got with me Henry Capers. Gang, what's happening? It's your boy. It's your best friend. It's your dog. Henry Capers, a.k.a. Hendog, a.k.a. the Neighborhood Hope Dealer. And it once again, we're here. What's happening? And I got Mr. Curtis Vincent himself, hey, Mr. You know. Tiger Hoods. Yeah, you know, straight out of 2-5, a Husky in Hill. You know how we do. And, uh, you know, at I am King Vincent, all that good stuff. That's what you want to call me. You can do that, too. Oh, man. See, you know what? I forgot to shout out my tags. I got to shout out my tags real quick. Go ahead, uh, shout him out, my boy. Shout out to my personal IG, Long Live My Reign, all caps. You can find me on IG posting the funniest, craziest stuff every single day. And also check me out on the Capers Cares Foundation. That's my business page. You can check me out doing all the work in the city. Come find me. Come see me. Come check me out and give me some of your money. Donate, donate, donate. Hey, donate. donate. Donations. Donations. Brother Umar said donations. <laughs> donations. So this is an idea we all had. You know, we uh we all play Madden together, play the game, and we also love talking sports, talking about life on the on the phone, on the game. And so we felt like these conversations are something we should record, get out to the people, because we have we have pretty great points, I feel. You know, everybody feels like we have great points. So we call ourselves the Dynasties in our group chat. So this is how the Dynasties podcast came about. So this is what we are trying to do on this podcast. We're going to tackle many issues. The main thing is going to be sports, but, you know, we'll get a little bit of other stuff in there too, you know, relationship advice, everything in between, you know, just life, funny memes you saw, whatever you want to talk about. So. Y'all sit back, relax, give us a listen. We take feedback. We take options on stuff to talk about. So let us know how y'all are feeling about what we discuss. So on this first episode of the podcast, though, NFL season right around the corner, you know we have to get our our predictions out for the NFL season. Gang, gang, gang. Got to tap in. We're we're all in we are all NFL fans, you know. I'll let everybody drop their squads, you know. You know my team. Fly Jets, fly New York, New York. We hey, in the building. Fly hey, Jets, fly. Hey, look, y'all y'all might be out of the nosedive this year. I'll give y'all that. It might be ah, on the open up. Out of the nosedive. They ain't even left the, the airport yet, bro. They still landed. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, man. They, they said the jet got a little got a little maintenance it got to do, man. So it's, it's cool, though. It's cool. I tell you what, I tell you what, with who y'all quarterback is, there's a there's room for potential. I'm not gonna lie to you, right? I give the Jets a hard, hard time. But you know, that boy Wilson is Wilson is can he can be a good player. There's room for him to be successful if he takes to coaching and develops the way I think they're wanting him to. But I I'm not certain if offensively that team is where they need to be to be able to compete in that division. I think they did really well bringing in a guy like Sauce. Like, Sauce is a great player. I'm a super fan of Sauce already, and I ain't seen him play a down of football yet. I'm a super fan, but I don't think he's enough. That team is just not there. 
Like, yeah, you, we, can't, we definitely, you can't. You can't. I don't think you expect that man. That division, not right now, not right now. But yeah. oh, hey, look, in years to come, you know, I, I got faith in y'all. Maybe we, we look. We we have we have the skeleton of a com, com, like a competent team. Got the young quarterback. Got the receiving core. O line is improving. We'll say improving. Got the good running back. The defensive line is young. DB, we have one DB. Yeah. DJ Reed played well. This, you know, DJ Reed played well in the preseason, but the linebacking core is where we need to improve, definitely. But enough about my sorry Jets. We get it. They trash. They the worst team in the AFC. Hey, look, I'm buying your boat, my boy, because uh, <laughs> until until Matt Ryan showed me something, the Indianapolis Colts got to be in the same boat. I was praising that Carson Wentz was gone, but you know, Maddie Ice might be a hit or miss. But we go, we gonna see what he's gonna do. I got faith in anybody but Carson Wentz, so I'm looking on the up and up. In case I didn't catch that, Curtis Vincent is Indianapolis Colts fan, so you know what I'm saying JT, JT MVP candidate this year. He got to, you know, he got to perform like he did last year. We just got to hope that Matt Ryan can beat uh, Jacksonville to get to the playoffs. That's that's all we got to hope for. Ooh. And when you're worried about beating the Jags, that shows where your team is. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's hey. a worry of mine. They 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 a little shaky against the Jags, but we we you know we can pray we can pray about it. No, I'm not even gonna cap with you. I'm not even gonna cap with you. I don't want to name drop, but I'm gonna be a hundred with you. I watched uh Hard Knocks. I watched Hard Knocks last year, like with the the, the Indianapolis Colts, right? And watching that season, and I watched it after the year was over. So it's not like I already knew the outcome. I knew who won the Super Bowl. I knew what they were going to do. But watching Hard Knocks gave me a different perspective on Reich, y'all head coach, mm-hmm. as well as, like, players on that roster. You know, like, I, I'm truly, truly excited to see what the coach do this year because I think while Carson Wentz was not y'all best choice to go after, I think Matt Ryan could be the guy. I think Matt Ryan just needs a he needed a change of environment because Atlanta always is like Atlanta's gonna be who Atlanta is. Yeah, for sure. Like they ain't never yeah. win another game. So never. <laughs> they're they're terrible. So uh we definitely go and, and of course, you know what I'm saying, big bro, Terry <laughs> Caper is here. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah. Run it back. Run it back. KC in the building. Kansas City Chiefs fan, don't question it. Ain't never been a bandwagon, been a rider. Don't even worry about it. Yes, sir. My boy Patty Mahomes is just a long list of the quarterbacks that I've had to sit back and wait lead us to a big time game. And I'm so proud to say that I was blessed to be able to see him do it and do it multiple times. And he's going to do it again. I'm so excited for today's conversation. Let's get it popping, baby. Let's get it He's definitely not a bandwagon, everybody. He was a KC fan when they gave Matt Castle that big deal and when Jamal Charles was running for all them yards and he was yeah. in four games. So yeah. he definitely has been with the trash Kansas City Chiefs and now he's reaping the benefits of having an all-pro in the first round. You know, hey, everybody can't draft an all-pro number 15. The mm. Jets can't do that. So. Mm. You, know what that means? you know what that means, right? That means that uh, just our organization is better. I'm sorry, guys. Hey, uh, 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 He's gonna have no argument. Give or take. Give or take. Right now, right now, I have no leverage. I have no leverage right now to even compete Listen. with that statement. So 
Listen, I'm not going to count with you. Y'all had a generationally world talent at, in, in Andrew Luck. And I'm just, anytime I see Andrew Luck, like, on television, and I know we got to get started with the conversation. I, this is yeah. episode one, so we kind of get in the feels. But I'm going to go ahead and tell you, anytime I see Andrew Luck, I saw Andrew Luck over the weekend at the Stanford game. I was watching college football. He was at the Stanford game, mm-hmm. and I saw him on television. And, like, it, it made me a, a little bit emotional, right, because. Imagine being a fan. Um, right right he just disconnected from football and was like i'm gonna go be a dad and he has beautiful children there's a beautiful family and it's like dog you really understood that the game of football was only designed to get you rich and get out of there that 140 million dollar contract he got that bread i mean and i don't fault him though because those those injuries kept happening it wasn't gonna get no better so Right. If you could take the bag and run and still be able to, you know, live a pretty normal life afterwards, you know, collect your coins and go and get gone. So that's what he did. So I'm not mad at him. But from a yeah. fan's perspective, I'm like, yo, you could at least give us a two year notice. Like, hey, come yeah, on. Bro. 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 <laughs> like, come on. We yeah. had no time to prepare for this. Yeah, it was like, just nah. like Henry said, though, man, it's crazy to think. If he would have been on this team now, now? with the talent they have, we would have been Super Bowl Top five offensive line in football, y'all top had three running back in football, a top six, top five, top six, top seven defense in football. <laughs> the only thing y'all are missing is receiving core, but it, that's why you have an Andrew Luck to make right. a a middling receiving core above average. So it's right. like, man. I know they said we got to get to it, but, man, that would have been crazy to see, man. Andrew Luck, a talent gone too soon from this league, man. Yeah. Gone too soon. Bro, I would have paid to see that. So, I, Oh, look, I would have I would have probably did some ignorant, like, uh, season tickets, and now I can only go to, like, one or two games. <laughs> Just, to Just to have it. Just to have it. Just to say you saw Andrew Luck. Just man, that's, that's yeah, that's man. Segwaying from the Andrew Luck conversation, this actually is a perfect segue into, like I mentioned before at the start of the episode, our NFL predictions. So the first topic we're going to tackle, NFL division winners. We're going to take it conference by conference, divisions all the way through. Each of us are going to give give our division winners. We're going to start with the NFC. I'm going to start us off just because, you know, I'm already here speaking. My NFC East, I have – it's a two-team race. You know, it's always a two-team race in the NFC East. Dallas and Philly. You know, uh, Dak is the most talented quarterback in that division, but he doesn't have a lot to work with. Uh, Philly, Philly is the most talented team in that division. If Jalen Hurts can take a step forward, which I truly believe he can, Boomer sooner, then he can win that division from the Cowboys. But he's going to have to make it. Alabama, cut it out. Hey man, (laughs) oh my god, he's he's always going to be a product of Nick Saban. Bro, you've been drinking water, boy. (laughs) That's that's that. We we you know once once Kyler left, he became one of us. So, but no, I understand. I understand. I understand. (laughs) You know, I ain't even mad at that. I'm not even mad. Can't even be mad, right? Can't even be mad. Y'all are boomers sooner, and the boy played at Alabama four years. Right, right. Nah, nah. He played only. It was two. 
He, he won as a freshman, remember? One as a freshman, got benched as a sophomore by Tua. Then he I, thought transferred. Was, I thought he was a junior. I thought he was a junior then. He might have been a junior. Hey, man, listen. Because he only had one year. He only had one year. He was, you right, you right, you right. My fault, man. I could have swore he. Hey, look. Okay, well, hey, listen. All I know is he came and led us to the uh, college football playoff. But anyways, anyways, Jalen Hurts, if he takes a step forward, he can have them Eagles winning that division. My pick, though, I'm not going to be that guy that does 50-50. I'm going to pick the Eagles. That's NFC very West, interesting. very right, very interesting. I, I'm gonna go with the Eagles. That team is too talented. NFC West, I'm gonna go with the defending champions, the the Rams. I truly believe they're gonna take that division. I don't believe in Kyler. You don't you don't put a study clause in somebody's contract if you believe in them. Facts. Uh, Facts. I want to say who else in that division is San Francisco is the only other team that truly mm-hmm. has a shot if I'm not mistaken, but yeah. I don't believe the hype in Trey Lance quite yet. Maybe I'm a little uh, negative bias because of Madden. I got him in my Madden league. He's playing trash. So <laughs> I, I'm just going to assume that's going to translate. Uh, NFC South, I'm going to go with the Tom, Tampa Bay. Tom Brady can't bet. That's one guy you don't bet against. But I'm saying don't sleep on the Saints. The Saints have a great defense, and they always beat Tom Brady in the regular season. Don't sleep on them. But I'm I'm going to go with Tom Brady and Tampa Bay. And NFC North, it's Aaron Rodgers to lose, man. Come on. I mean, I'm going to go with the Packers. It's really a two-team division as well, the Packers and the Vikings. And I truly think Aaron is going to go head and shoulders above. He's the best quarterback in that division, best player in that division probably. So I'm going to go with the Packers. So my NFC teams, I got Eagles, Rams, Bucks, Packers. Mm-hmm. I, you know what? I'm not even – I'm not upset with those because all of those are like really solid teams. Now, but my I'm going to start with the NFC North because I might get some, some quick head turns when I say this, but NFC North, the Bears are coming out the North. Nobody wants to hear this, but the Bears are coming out of the north. I don't trust Aaron Rodgers. I don't believe in Aaron Rodgers. I, I don't. And his, and his homeboy's gone. His homeboy's gone. Who is he going to throw to that he trusts? Absolutely. Nobody. Call him Keith Sweat. Nobody. He's going to be there begging. Nobody. He's going to be there begging for something. I feel like the Bears are just good enough offensively and defensively to get it done. Now, I know y'all looking like, Kurt, that's real bold of you to say, but highlight me at week 18. We're going to see what happens. So, oh, okay, yeah, okay. the North is real risky, but you know what? I love Chicago. We're going we gonna to go with them. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, for the South, I you, you can't go against Tom Brady. I, I wouldn't feel confident saying anything else other than, you know, and other than the Bucks. But the Saints, like you said, they got a really good team defensively, even though – Ain't Garner Johnson gone now? So that now that was my boy. That was my boy. I, that that hurt my heart. So I ain't gonna put my feelings in it, but I can't go against you know I can't go against the goat. So the Bucks coming up out of there in the East. I am not a Cowboys fan. I don't believe in nothing that they do, but I don't. They they can't mess this up. Like they they have to go. They have to win it. Now I take that back. The Cowboys can mess up a wet dream. They could they could mess it up. They could. But I still got them coming out of it. I don't 
regardless of, you know, the issues they may have, regardless of what targets he may not have, I still feel like they could put it together. They got enough talent around them on both sides to get the job done. So I see the Cowboys coming out of there, but, you know, if, if Philly do pull it out, I, I wouldn't be shocked because the Cowboys are the Cowboys at the end of the day. And we got we to accept them for who they truly are. Exactly. And now the West, I have another another controversial here. I got the Cardinals coming out of there. I don't I I'm, I don't believe in the Rams. Like you go on a on a highlight that is hard to bounce back. Most of the time, those teams that win those Super Bowl and those type fashions, you pay all these people all this money, everybody gets comfortable. I don't see them coming out of there. Now we have to study clause with my boy Murray. That may be a good thing. Now we know he's studying, so that may help him in the long run. So that's what they needed last year to get it done, and they didn't have that because, oh, boy, evidently he wasn't studying. So I got to get the Cardinals coming out of there. I got two of them that are pretty controversial, and, I, I you know, I don't like controversy, but I'll take it head on. But I don't mm-hmm. want the Rams to do that back-to-back. And I'm not a big fan of, you know, I'm not a big fan of their quarterback. I don't see him being as productive as that de- if that defense doesn't step up like they did last year. Because without that defense or without all those moving pieces, all those key components, they did not win that Super Bowl. So I got to go with the Cardinals because they pretty much have that similar same team. I think Murray's going to have a better year. And that'll put them over the hump they need to get over to get the job done. And, you know, that's what I'm going with. The only thing about the Cardinals that scares me is D-Hop missing six games. If they get out to 0-6, 1-5, 2-4, in that division, it's gonna be hard to make up ground. I yeah, like that, it. That is a that would be a tall mountain to climb. But on the flip side, now we gotta go. We gotta go into the depth chart of some guys that may have been some dogs that we ain't heard because of D Hop. You might find your new favorite receiver this year. Now that's a bold statement too. But mm-hmm. that's what you got a team for. You got to step up. Like you know, mm-hmm. one monkey don't stop no show. We. I mean, I know he mm-hmm. gone for six weeks, but y'all got to get this shit done. That's 100. And they did trade for Hollywood Brown. That yeah. was another well, boomer sooner. Yeah, he played with Kyler Murray. He's not, he's not gonna be in the Heisman, so. Henry hate that boomer sooner. He's not, <laughs> not going to be in the league much longer. Hollywood Brown. So I'm going to go ahead and stop him right now. There's a reason why you tra- there's a reason why you trade your first round receiver a season or two into having him on your roster because he's just not getting it done. Yeah, who he reminds me of? He reminds me of uh uh. Ross, what's that boy name? Why John Ross? John Ross. No, oh, really. He's fast. He don't catch everything. He's not reliable. He probably doesn't work out hard. Like I would love, I would love to see what he does this year with Kyler. Yeah, so it will be interesting to see. I don't know. I don't know why we started with the NFC because I think the NFC is going to be the best football we're going to see this year. I think. I think the AFC is going to be typically we know who's coming out the AFC, right? But I'll I'll save that. I'll tell y'all the way I set up who I got winning. Y'all finna love this. All right, let me I'm hear. Start with the NFC North, baby, and I want y'all to know it's still Mister Rogers' neighborhood because <laughs> that boy Aaron Rodgers finna cut up some tail in that league. I want y'all to know that this division has more than meets the eye. Everybody's really excited about football as a whole, but I'm really excited for football in this division. Really excited for football in this division because I think the Bears are going to be a really good team. Kurt, I agree with you that the Bears are going to win a lot of football games this year. They're not going to make the playoffs, but I think that they're going to be much better than they were last year. And then you also got to keep in mind they went 3-0 and in the preseason. You know, you go 3-0 and in the preseason, that says a lot about your team 
and the development that y'all have moving forward. Right. So I, w- I want y'all to remember that he says this by the way. Keep yeah. going. Wait, oh, no, this is recorded. Hey, look, we got we this got this is recorded. Yeah. <laughs> recorded. So I want y'all to remember. We like that. I want y'all to remember this just for the next conference. That's yeah, all I'm it's, saying. It's Go cut ahead. on wax. And see, you don't even you don't even know it's cut on wax. So we good. <laughs> I expect a better year out of Chicago. I think that Detroit for me right now, right now, I know there's a there's a queue out there. Robert Williford, you get a shout out. I love you, buddy. Rob is a Detroit native, loves them through and through. And I will tell you this. Detroit is my favorite not making the playoffs team. That's a good football team. And that's a good football team, but they not making the playoffs, Jack. You know, let me go ahead and tell you. Them boys, them boys about nine pieces away. But if they can get them pieces, they're going to be all right. I want to say thank you, Hard Knocks, because you have given me an opportunity to enjoy the the Detroit Lions in a way that I never, ever would try to on a personal level. (laughs) So thank you. Uh, I want to let people know that in order for Minnesota to do anything in this league, you've got to get Justin Jefferson the ball. There's no question about it. Throw him the football. And when you're thinking about running, tell the running back to throw him the football. Get him the football. Justin Jefferson is the best player in this division. He's also the very best player in the NFC. I don't want it to be a question. Justin Jefferson is a dark horse for the MVP this year. No question about it. But I think unequivocally, Rodgers and Matt LaFleur, they're going to run away with this division and make it look easy. And this is why I say that. I know the receiving core is a little lax out in in Green Bay now. I'm disappointed about that. But I still think he has some strong weapons. He still has his running back with him. Aaron Jones is going to be a serviceable running back this year. You're also my fantasy team, Aaron Jones. Do not let me down. I will slash your tires, brother. Do not let me down. All right? I think this is going to be a really good year for Aaron. I don't see them winning the Super Bowl, but they're going to do the same thing they always do, win 12, 13, 14 games, and lose in the first or second round in the playoffs. Boom. That is, that is the That's NFC. a given. I don't, I don't, I don't disagree. That in, don't fact, that, in fact, is the NFC North, my friends. NFC East. The theme for the NFC East is my Dak Hurts. My Dak Hurts, fellas. Let me tell you something. The Giants and Commanders are years away from a crown. I don't even know why they called them the commanders. Can we start with that? Like, I feel like there were so many other names we could have gone with. I love the Commodores. I love the Conquistadors. I love uh, the the Camaraderers. And, you know, there's so many other things we could have gone with. Commanders does not give me, like, aggressive. You know, you can you're, you just sound like a, a really bad school teacher. Commander, you know? But I think Dak will carry the Cowboys offensively, but it will be Hurts. See, is why we say my Dak Hurts. Uh-huh. Y'all like the puns? Y'all are going to like the rest of the puns I got for y'all. I got some good stuff for y'all. All right. I think the Eagles will fly high this year. I think their offense is upgraded. I also think they did some really good things in the draft, bringing in one of the best defensive players that I've ever seen play football in Jordan Davis. I think that they're going to have a great year, and Jordan Davis is going to surprisingly lead the charge up front for a defensive line that is kind of old. That's kind of an old defensive line. Yeah. I think he's going to be the youthfulness that they need to reinvigorate that defense. I think the Eagles come out of this division as division champs. I also believe that Jordan Davis will be my defensive rookie of the year this year. I think he's going to be the best defensive player we've seen in a long time play for. 
And if he's managed his weight and done what he needs to, I think it's going to be hard to stop that boy. Talking about the NFC West. Winning games in a Murray, fellas. We got to win games in a Murray. I think that this is the L.A. Rams division to lose. And surprisingly, I think they do that. I think they lose this division. I think they lose this division because of a couple of different factors. Their defense is depleted. No Von Miller. You've seen it. Jalen Ramsey has been exposed the last three times I've seen him play. Jalen Ramsey played basketball at the local park and got beat by the girls team. He's just getting exposed. You're, he's showing us that he's not worth the dollar amount. And I'm okay with that. I'm okay that you're a defensive back that's not worth your dollar amount. But don't play like you are. When Jalen, when, when Darrell Reeves got old, we knew he got old because he stopped saying it was on the island. He said, yeah, we just going to hang out at the beach. When Richard Sermon got old, Richard Sermon start running his mouth. And what they do, they start beating Richard Sermon ass. What they do? So if you're a DB that can't get the job done anymore, just don't say nothing. Don't get on Twitter. Don't get on Facebook. I don't care if you still get on your MySpace. Don't say nothing. All right? Also, we also know that Anthony – oh, shoot. What's that boy's name? Aaron Donald? Aaron. We know. Yeah, I, I'll mess up a name now. We know that Aaron Donald does not want to play football anymore. Aaron Donald is ready to go home, y'all. He's ready to be done. And, I, you know, I'm going to go ahead and tell you, when he pack it up, that, that Rams team is not going to be a good football team. That Rams team is going to be a depleted football team. So uh, that's defensively why I think they're going to suffer. Offensively, you can't throw the football to Cooper Cup every play. I mean, come on. Like, you can't throw him, you can't throw him the ball every play. Like, you either turn him to a running back, you got him on jet sweeps, you throw him on curls, you throw him on hit, you throw him on slants, you throw him deep down the field, you got him on digs, you got him on comebacks. Like, we got to find somebody else to throw the football to, and not having Odell Beckham on that roster is really hurting them. So I think Kyler and the guys, man, I think the Cardinals do something that they haven't done since 2015, and that is win that division. I think they win that division. I will put this caveat in there. They will need to do it quickly. They will need to get on a fast pace, and they will need to win five, six, seven, nine games before week 11 or 12 in order to solidify their spot because if the L.A. Rams decide to get back on track and get back on track means they sign Odell Beckham, they're going to be in a dogfight for the NFC West. So that's what I think I got coming out of the NFC West this year. NFC South, eating a dub, fellas. We eating a dub. We eating a dub. I think that boy Jameis and them Saints finna act real ignorant this year. Jameis Winston is my favorite. Fa- Jameis Winston is gonna have a career in social media, like Boosie implies have. After this is all said and done, oh, for sure. I'm gonna go ahead and tell you, he's gonna have a career because he's just the most ridiculous person I've ever met, and I just think it's hilarious, right? I think the Saints are gonna come out of this division. I think they're gonna get the crown. I think, like you said, Darius, they're gonna beat Tom. One of those two times, and I don't think Tom is going to win some of the games, just not because of Tom's inability, but because of that team's inability. Now, what I will say is Tom is still the GOAT, and it should never be forgotten. I have to tip my hat to him. This man is getting ready to play for the potential opportunity to make the postseason for the 20th time in his career. For the 20th time in his career. I want it to be stated that Tom Brady has made the playoffs individually more times than the L.A. Chargers, 
then the Seattle Seahawks, then the Detroit Lions, then the Cincinnati Bengals, then the Atlanta Falcons, then the Saints, the Jets, the Ravens, the Buccaneers as a team, <laughs> the Cardinals, the Carolina Panthers, the Jacksonville Jaguars, and the Houston Texans. That is more than half of football. He has made the playoffs more times than these organizations. So I have to tip my hat to the GOAT. There is nobody who will ever play the game of football the way he has, right? I think we'll be impressed with Baker Mayfield's play this year as a Panther, but I think they'll miss the playoffs. They still just need a little bit more work. Atlanta will always be Atlanta, not this year, fellas, or next year, fellas. I'm going to just be real with y'all. Atlanta's not it, right? Atlanta needs to move to, like, Mississippi or something. Hey, they, they're the team in their division. You just yeah. That's like the fifth person that you just picked just to have five to play. They're the right. last person you picked just to fill the team. Right. That's like them really bad Charles Barkley commercials where they be like, oh, pick me, and Charles go play basketball with the little kids in the neighborhood. Like, mm-hmm. I'll, I still got it. No, you don't. You don't got Vic. You don't got it. No, you don't, buddy. I'll go ahead and close it by saying that there is one player in this division who is my favorite player in football. He is my favorite, favorite quarterback. I love this guy. I followed this guy all the way through college. I need Ritter to be the man. If Ritter is the guy, I think they're going to be set. If they try to find somebody else at quarterback, because of Ritter's inability, I think they'll be searching for a quarterback for a little bit longer. But if Ritter can step up, Atlanta has, has at least filled that piece at quarterback because he's a winner. So that's the NFC, folks. Okay. So we, we've we went through our NFC predictors. Uh, we're pretty much on the same page, everybody. Final for the East, we both kind of – we all three of us kind of Cowboys-Eagles. The West seems like it's Rams for me. You boys got the – the the Murrays, the non-studying Arizona Cardinals. Yeah. Uh, South. We got him a tutor, though. We got him a tutor this year. Y'all, y'all got him a tutor. Y'all got him a tutor, so y'all good. NFC South, I got Tampa. Kurt, I believe you got uh, Tampa Bay as well. Yeah. Henry, you got the Saints, but we all agree the Saints will be a, a difficult team. Right. Kurt, with the boldest prediction yet, came from the NFC North with the, with the Bears. I let me a week 18, baby. Yeah, and, and 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 Henry and I got the packs. So, hey, Kurt, I got ten cases of Gatorade that the Bears don't do it right now. Oh, first cases of Gatorade. Hey, you know what? You know what? I take I take that bet. Right, we folks, got it. Let's get it. Ten we go. We got Gatorade on the NFC North. I'm gonna go ahead and jot that I down on that my bet. notes. Ten yeah, cases. Yeah, go put that down there because uh, when the when the Bears come out on top. Look, just Instacart it. Just tell them, stack it up at the door, my boy. <laughs> just add it up, Jack. Just, just stack it up. Yeah. I like that. Dude, that might become the new thing on the podcast. Yeah, just go and if stack it up. If you got Diet Mountain Dew, we, we got Gatorade, it. fellas. Let's Gatorade. I like that. So that segues perfectly into the AFC and the division winners for the AFC. This is amazing. I'm going to go ahead and start this off because my unit is in this conference, and I'm going to start off with about that great time. division as well. He's talking, he talking about my unit. Oh, yeah. yeah my unit. squad. That, that hairpiece you can get in Atlanta. Listen, hey, my squad, I'm going to go ahead and start with our division. Now, I want to preference this by saying this. Oh, here we go. My brother Henry Capers just so eloquently stated that a 
they went three and zero in the in the in the, the preseason. Correct. What what was the team that went three and zero in the preseason, Henry? Can you remind me, please? Can you <laughs> the remind Bears. me the team? The yeah. Bears went three and zero in the preseason. So he used that statement to kind of sort of you know give Kurt a little boost for picking the Bears to win the NFC North. So for the AFC East, of course, we all know who's going to win the AFC East. The Buffalo Bills are going to win the division. Yeah, that's Josh I, Allen. That goes it, it, Yeah, we all can agree on that. Josh Allen is the best player in that division by far. Easy. By far. He, he, I can't think of another player that's probably close to his level on the MVP level. Probably the next best player in that division is on his team, which is Stephon Diggs. Right. So it's like the Bills are – and then and Von Miller's number rock, three. Probably. Exactly. Von Miller's the third best player in that division. That that defense is very solid. Got even better with the signing of Von Miller. Tre'Davious White should be back sometime this season. That, but they have the two the, the best safety tandem in the NFL with right. with Hyde and Poyer. So right. they don't even really need Tre'Davious White right now. So I believe the Bills will win that division. Probably win about 12, 13 games. But here's the but, thing. Though. But here's the thing though, and I don't mean to cut you off, bro, because you yeah. said something that's important. They have two really, really good safeties, and if you're talking really about. Good like pure like pure football players they're in the top 5 right but they're so undisciplined sometimes when it comes to passes deep down the field we saw that all year last year if the That's ball them last year. Field, they are a threat sometimes sometimes they are yeah. more of a liability than they are an asset so I'm going to be honest with you that that Tyree Kill slant play or drag in the in the divisional round sticks in my mind very vividly because he caught that drag and just outran both of them up the side. So you're you're right. Sometimes they're great. Other times uh, they get very undisciplined. But still, I think we can all agree the Bills have more than enough with Josh Allen and that offense to win that division easily. But don't sleep on my 3-0 preseason Jets. Don't sleep on them. Mike White looked like a starting caliber quarterback in the preseason. He hey, did. Preseason that, that, talent is playing against preseason talent. <laughs> that, that is very true. That is, but he was. But I mean, hey, we we had preseason talent out there as well. I'm gonna shout my Jets out. I'm sorry, I have to. We made a lot of good moves this off season, even though we lost our, our, our big boy on the left side, Makai Becton, with a knee injuries out for the season. We have Olivia Vera Tucker coming back, who was a Pro Bowler last Has year. Play for y'all. He did. He's only played one one full season, and in, in the this is his fourth year, I believe. And his his, his fifth year team option is coming up this offseason, so they'll most likely let that go and look to draft somebody else. But I mean, hey, it's cool. I mean, what can we do? We signed George Fant to replace him. We we really bolstered that offensive line. The offensive line looks a lot better than it did last year. The draft picks of Garrett Wilson at wide out. We needed more receiver help. Brees Hall has a chance to be a Offensive Rookie of the Year candidate. I mean, Jermaine Johnson was an ACC was the ACC Defensive Player of the Year and a First Team All American. He fell just because of trouble. I mean, hey, we've seen guys coming to the league that were troublesome, and when they get into the league, they get the right people around them. They dominate. Six five, two fifty, running a four five, four four and a forty. That is the staple of a defense, a good defensive lineman. Like Henry mentioned earlier, Sauce Gardner is one of his favorite players he hasn't seen play. I've seen him play. 
I've seen him play. He's he's a dog. He did not give up a touchdown catch in college for a reason. Granted, he did play at Cincinnati, which is in the AAC, All-American Conference, but he did play a quality team in the playoffs. Did not give up a touchdown. That's still. So, I mean, he has the chance to be really, really good. We signed Kwan Alexander this offseason. We made a lot of very small moves that I feel like will help my Jets take a leap forward. I don't believe in the Patriots. On the flip side of going 3-0 and in the, in the preseason, Patriots lost every preseason game they played this year. Yeah, for sure. They had two different people calling plays. Right. Joe Judge is a special teams guy, and the other guy they had calling plays, He even though he was a head coach, I can't even think of my man's name. He used to coach the Lions. He was a defensive guy. So it's like I, I, I don't believe in the Patriots. Uh, the Dolphins spent a lot of money this offseason. I feel like if Tua actually develops, takes a step forward, he won't. They and just like you guys said, he won't. <laughs> Nobody believes Tua. Fans, he I'm a better quarterback than Tua Tagovailoa. Right. Tua was throwing 30, 30 yard bombs that Tyreek he's having to come back for. So I truly think. This will most likely be a one playoff division, one playoff team division, but my Jets could finish second just off of that. Mm. AFC West, the AFC West is the toughest division in football. Facts. I agree. Henry's boys is in there. We got we got the the Broncos. We got Raiders the and the Chargers. Chargers and the Raiders. And all those are like respectable teams respectable that don't nobody teams. really want to play. So that's exactly that's some one very, 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 very. I had to throw four bears on there. Good team is going to be sitting at home this offseason. Absolutely. And it's going to be trash. It's going to be bad. I feel like this team in the AFC has three playoff teams because it, since it's seven teams now, the AFC East has one. They'll have to have three. So, but I'm going with Bronco Country. Let's ride to win that division. The Denver Broncos. Yeah, that's bold. And it's adding, first year. Adding Russell Wilson, I feel like, will have the same impact of adding Tom Brady, of adding one of these, uh, adding Peyton Manning, adding a legendary quarterback does that for a team. I truly feel like they can win the division. Nathaniel Hackett is a quarterback guru. He's going to put Russell Wilson in the best possible situations to succeed. That's that's bold. You know what? I respect okay. it coming from you. That's that's bold. That's, yes, almost, I, that's, that's almost like my Bears prediction. Like that, you know, I, 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 I like, like that. Them. I, I like I, that. And then they have a a future all pro at the cornerback spot. That boy from Bama, he's a stud out there on the edge on, on the cornerback spot. That defense is, is ready to compete. I truly believe they can do something this season. Mm-hmm. AFC South, this is my boy Curse Division. Yeah. I, I like I like y'all Colts to win it. Yeah. I truly do. Adding Matty Ice is a significant upgrade over walk it to him or bounce it to him or pick <laughs> or it to him. <laughs> so, but my sleeper team, this is kind of on par with, I guess you guys saying, the Bears. Don't sleep on them Jacksonville Jaguars. Granted, make, don't, don't, maybe don't, don't mention it. We already know. <laughs> We're aware. Look. I was going to say, maybe it's because I drafted T-Law in our, in our uh, fantasy league and I got Christian Kirk, but I truly believe with all the money they spent and with them actually having a 
competent head coach, they can be a sneaky wild card team. Hey, speaking of competent head coach, y'all know they gave Urban Meyer a job on television? No. He's a TV analyst on Saturday football. I, when did that just started this year? He was on TV Saturday when I was watching the game. And I'm like, yo, did they really get his nutcase a job? I did not so, know that. I guess what you do in the pros doesn't affect what you did in college. Hey, I guess being a rich, I guess being a rich white man who can coach a little bit of football gives you a job even after you grab him butt and grab him tail inside a bar all night on your wife. She I was gonna say wife. while having a wife, I might add. Right. So, yeah. hey man, privilege. Hey, look, that's, hey, that's gonna be a conversation. Privilege at its finest. Look, that can definitely be a conversation we tackle on this podcast. Like I said, we're open for anything. That is that is something that is, you know, yeah, sad but true. That privilege is, is a tough cookie, boy. You can do some things with that. Sure can. Mm-hmm. Hey, you a white man, you get away with a lot. A lot. <laughs> a lot. <laughs> I say Last hey. but not least, Wait. AFC North. I'm going to pass it to y'all. Last but not least, AFC North, two-team division. I got Ravens, Bengals, Ravens, Bengals. The Steelers, they're going to take a step back. I don't believe Trubisky's that guy. I don't believe they start picking till about after week nine, week ten. And, you know, the Browns or the Browns or the Browns. Yeah, the Browns will forever be the Browns. Yeah. They ain't found they, they ha- Cleveland hasn't found their second LeBron James yet for that team. <laughs> exactly. And they thought it was Deshaun, but he was he was getting massages. So he his head's not in football. He's worried about other stuff. So yeah. I truly feel like it's one of those two teams, and I'm going to go with the Ravens. I will talk about why later on, but you guys can already probably assume it's Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson's going to be the best player in that division, I truly feel. He's going to be a sneaky MVP candidate, and I truly feel like that's why they'll win that division. So my playoff team, I got Bills, I got Denver, I got Indianapolis, I got B-more. I don't even. Right. I don't even see. I don't even see Lamar Jackson playing the entire season. Yeah, I mean, I really. I don't know. It's a toss up, man. It's, it's if they, confusing. If they can't get that contract stuff squared away. If I'm Lamar Jackson and I'm my own, own I'm my own agent. I'm not playing yeah. the whole season. Oh, but see, that's, that's right. why. I feel, that's why I feel I can play because I truly feel like they're going to come to their senses and say, you know what? He's a better quarterback than Kyler Murray. He's on par with Deshaun Watson. He's a better. Is he a better quarterback than Russell Wilson? Probably not, but I feel like something Russell Wilson-esque would be respected. Because they only, if I'm not mistaken, the last offer I saw, they only guaranteed like 130 million of the 250. Which I, saw is, that, I saw one that said he he turned down a, like a 260 offer yesterday. Yeah, but it wasn't fully guaranteed. They only uh, guaranteed him 130 million, so half of it was guaranteed. Versus Russell Wilson getting 245 in 180s guaranteed, or Kyler Murray getting 220 in 160s guaranteed. Uh, so I truly feel like they'll get something done. I know he cut off talks, but if they come with 220 guaranteed or 200 guaranteed, he'd be a fool to be like, no, I'll wait till the right offseason. And that's He's probably, gonna, honestly, that's probably his number. That's probably what he wants anyway. So. 200. He wants 200 guaranteed. Yeah. So I, that's why I feel like Lamar will play. And honestly, even if Lamar doesn't play the entire season, I feel like with that team getting healthy, they have a great backup quarterback. Tyler Hundley is a great backup quarterback. 
I feel like he could he could tread waters with that team, and he could he could get them into the wild card. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They'll be a wild card team yeah. just because of that their division. So yeah, but I, I definitely think if Lamar plays, they're gonna win that division. Oh, for sure. And so you know. It's a toss-up. We'll see. We'll definitely see. This this may be the best season of football we have this year that we've yes. had in a long time. Like because everything is so close. It is it's everything is debatable. We're gonna see some great games like from start to finish. I mean, you think about the storylines we have. Lamar being his own agent, trying to make his own money. Tom in year 23, question mark. We've got Patrick Mahomes on a redemptions tour because he's pissed off. Like, think about the respect him. Right. These you, got smaller, Baker, you got Baker Mayfield. Yeah, Baker Mayfield. Let's see how he's going to act. Right. You get what I'm saying? Like, you've got Russell in a new place. Let's see how he's going to act. Yeah. You've got teams like the Jets, the Bears. You've got teams like Detroit who are the all Jags. The Jags trying to take steps forward and can be viable teams to compete against because they've mm-hmm. all got small pieces. The storylines are endless this year. I mean, what is LA going to do? It's L.A., the Rams going to be one of those teams that, oh, we traded for a quarterback, he won us a Super Bowl, and he's no good to us the next year. Or are they going to be a team that's still competitive? Like, there are so many great stories. What is what is Deshaun going to do? What is Deshaun going to do with, like, oh, like how is he going to act out in Cleveland? Yeah. You know, you've got so many different stories this year that you can really hang your hat on. That I'm I'm excited I'm excited for football this year I'm excited for football more than I, I more than I have been in a long time. Right. right. So whoever wants to take it next, uh, I would love to hear y'all AFC AFC playoff teams. I would love to hear this. Oh yeah, go ahead, Kurt. What you the got? A- Look, the AFC man. I'm gonna start with the North going back. It's it's a two team toss up, and again, I'm I promise you, I'm not confrontational, but. I can't go against my boy Joe, but I feel like Mike Tomlin is going to put that Stiller train back on the tracks that we used to see it. Mm. Now, you might disagree. I, I, I promise you I'm not confrontational. But Mike Tomlin has never had a losing season, which is why, again, when we speak on everything else, a potential coach of the year will not lead that team that he got down the wrong path. Don't right. think you're going to come in and – in there in Pittsburgh, lacking. You get your wig split. He going at everybody <laughs> this year. So I still feel like the Bengals will come out on top, but the Steelers, they it won't be a five hundred. They're gonna be well over five hundred this year. I don't see them hanging around that five hundred mark just to say they had a winning season. I see them being a threat in in the actual like hunt for the head of the North because we. I love the Bengals. I love what they have, but at the end of the day. Experience beat a lot of beat a lot of people. So and coaching several times. Fast. So he know what he's doing. So we'll we'll see how that play out in the north. The north is gonna be very exciting. The who's south, you already know who I'm going with. Who's gonna be the quarterback week 18? Yeah, that? that's a good question. Who who's gonna be the quarterback to finish the season for him? You know, so I I would just give it to Trubisky, like and I'm just not giving it to him just to say, hey, have it. But, <laughs> I'm telling you, if you put him in the right system, bro, I've I've seen him at a college and here. Like, if, if you put him in the right system, he he ain't, he can't be no worse than Carson Wentz. And they almost made the playoffs. And the Steelers was a better team, so we could definitely say that you could put him there and they could get it done. 
We just got to mm-hmm. see how everything else plays out. It's it's all a numbers game. We're gonna see how that go in the north. The north side is, you know, they get a little get a little reckless up there sometimes. More hectic. I mean, yeah. that's yeah. a division right there, man. If they were able to fight on television for free, oh, they would. always, they would. They, yeah. Historically, that's been historically that's been that division though. So we, yeah. it's always a toss up. We'll we'll see. And Mike Tomlin, he he stand the test of time. So I'm 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 curious to see how how he gonna play this. But whatever he do, I trust it. I'm not a Steelers fan, but I trust whatever decision he make with it. But right. you know, Trubisky, I, I feel like for what they have yeah. and what's surrounded by him, I feel like they still can possibly get it done with him. Now, for the side South- note, AFC North, the play that sticks in my mind for them. Is when Antonio Brown went across the middle and that man perfect clean his clock. Oh my goodness! Now that's one. That's one. If you ain't days, if you hop up and fight, if I'm if 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 I'm your coach and you hop up and fight after that, if you can, like mentally, I'm not even mad. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, man, since AB mine still gone. (laughs) Yeah, he doing this man. (laughs) Put that on. Yeah, he ain't doing that man. He's still tripping a little bit. He's still, but you know, that's AB. I don't think he was right right anyway. But we can't even ignore the fact that that boy Juju stepped up the next play and said, "What's happening, perfect?" Perfect down, What's happening? No, nah, my my favorite AB play. And it's so funny we got on AB, right? My favorite AB play was when AB had got the. I think it was like a punt return, and he running back and he high front kick. The punter. Oh yeah, I remember that. <laughs> I think he just told him. Yeah, yeah bro. I don't think he, I remember bro, and then I think he, he set himself up for that, bro. And then he turned to the ref like, "Yo, why y'all mad at me? Like, I didn't do it. Like, bro, I you tried to hurdle him. him. I tried to hurdle him. Like, bro, he did though. I, I give him that. It was like right. he, bro, he bro, wasn't, he, my he man wasn't trying off, to bro. enter his, you know, WWE character. He wasn't trying to do that. Or you kick my man whole head Hey, look, it is what it is. It's, hey, it's in the past. AB, he out here doing this now. That don't even matter. Hey, his album is actually straight, y'all. I don't know if well, I listen to it. The album is the album is straight. He a real rapper for real. He oh, he's a, a real rapper. Oh, for sure. He a and rapper. For he, real. He's a rapper he, before he, he a football player. But his fame and popularity got him them features, and them yeah. features straight. That French Montana joint went crazy. Yeah, was his album better than Le'Veon Bell's? I didn't even hear. I didn't know. I didn't even know Levy on Bell had an album. <laughs> he dropped one when so he that, played for the Jets. Answer my question. Yes, it was. Yes. <laughs> yes. yes. He, dropped, he, dropped, he, dropped, he dropped like music when he played for the Jets. Man, that album was so bad. Bro. Was, hey, look, well, Darius, you know how I feel about the Jets. I think the Jets is where players go for their careers to die. I've always said that. I've <laughs> always thought that. Like I thought, like the, the I thought, like the Jets is like the Jets and the Texans are like wastelands for football players. You know That's what? Crazy. I could I could see that. I could definitely agree. Yeah, yeah. So, but hey, I mean, if he drops some heat, I'm gonna go check it out. You know, oh, I ain't no yeah. You know, I, I would listen to it. If you got some heat, I ain't biased. I listen to it. Yeah, it was gonna... not heat. Y'all ain't missing nothing, man. Right, trust cool. me. Cool. I took your word for it. I ain't even gonna search him. <laughs> but oh, on to the south, though. You know, Maddie. You know who coming out of there? The coach coming up out of there. I ain't gonna say it's gonna be easy. I ain't gonna say it's gonna be easy. But we coming up out of there. Easy, Ooh. easy coming up out of there. Easy, I just said it won't be easy, but it's gonna be easy oh, because, like, you gotta think about it with what we had last year. All we were missing, all we were missing was a decent quarterback. Carson Wentz ain't good at nobody's team that he goes to. Matt Ice, he held it down in Atlanta, 
he's a proven quarterback that he can get the job done in clutch situations from time to time. You minus his couple hiccups, we ain't even gonna bring all that up. But <laughs> everything everything surrounded by Matt Ryan says he could be successful in the South. So I have no choice. Not even just because I'm a Colts fan, I can't confidently defend anybody else mm-hmm. in, in the South. So I, I gotta go with my team, not just because it's my team, but just because I have the Texans or the Titans, I I, I don't know what they're going to do. I don't think they know what they're going to do. So I can't even go there for them. I can't go to bat for them. And I, I wouldn't, you know, bias. I'm coach. It's fine. I don't care. It's fine. I'm going with the coach regardless. In the East, I I got to have the Bills come up out of there. Like, you know, it's, it's the Dolphins, the Patriots. I feel like they won't have, you know, horrible seasons. But I don't see them getting past that Bills team. That Bills team is, is stacked from top to bottom. They got it in the trenches. They got the DBs. They got the quarterback. They got everything they need to to win a Super Bowl. This is just not them winning, you know, their division. These are this is a Super Bowl contender. So we gotta, you know, we gotta put some respect on the Bills' name. We we gotta do that. So I can't go no other way but the Bills. And they may have the actual best player. Well, the best, like you said, the best two players in that whole conference on their team. So we gotta respect that as well. And the West, you know. Pat my homeboy, he coming up out of there. Pat my homeboy, he got an attitude this year. He gonna play like a dark skin brother this year. Hey, my man, my man, my man. First name to turn from Pat to Tyrone. Look, look, Tyrone. His name is Marcus, my homeboy. That man, he coming out in black Air Forces. He is not playing with y'all. Pat Mahomes coming up out of there, going crazy. Now, respect. You know, this is a pretty solid. We we gotta say the West is solid, man. Broncos, Raiders, Chargers, like these are you know they're decent teams, but as far as Kansas City, they are an offense powerhouse. Even without Hill, they gonna put up 30, 40 points. I don't see them not doing that. Just because Pat Mahomes, he's he's a natural playmaker. So regardless, without Hill, like you still can get the job done. They're gonna put up points, and the thing is, can you stop them from putting up points? Because they run so many different formations, so many different plays. They got so many different schemes. It's like you can't adjust to what they're doing. Half the time it might be improv. Because he, you got Pat Mahomes out there throwing throwing uh, horizontal passes to people that's not even supposed to be open. So when you got a playmaker like that, you got to respect the team. Overall, they, they have a pretty solid team from top to bottom as well. And they can very well be a Super Bowl contender. Now, I don't see them – like beating the Bills, I, I don't I don't know if I see that. I don't see if I don't see them doing that. If they do, it would be because that that team chemistry went through the roof after like week twelve or something. It would take a it would take something for it to happen. They can compete. It won't be a blowout by any stretch of the imagination. But the Chiefs are coming out the West easy. Now that's I can say that easy confidently because I don't see that who the the Chargers, the Broncos, or the Raiders. I don't see them beating them at all. Honestly. They can bring out the street sweep on that west side for real. Ooh, oh man, there you go. Y'all boys not playing in AFC, man. Ooh, all right, all right. So here we go. I'm gonna start off with the AFC South. My tagline for this year is called Ryan, my best, because there are two quarterbacks in this division with the name Ryan, right. I think the Jacksonville Jaguars will surprise a lot of teams with their step forward this year, and I think they could potentially be a playoff team. I think that the Tennessee Titans and Ryan Tannehill suffer from the Tannehillian theory of lack of change. And this theory is basically saying that you're trying to convince me as an organization because Tennessee's got the game twisted, right? 
Tennessee is trying to convince us all that a 34-year-old underperforming postseason quarterback is the best option as a starter when you have Malik Willis, who has done everything he needed to do in that position to be the starting quarterback. There's no question about it. Malik Willis is a better, pure talent than Ryan Tannehill. And if we want to talk about the type of profile that Ryan Tannehill gave us, let's be mindful. Ryan Tannehill was only a quarterback in college football for one year. Absolutely. And so by that rule, if Ryan Tannehill is a 34-year-old starting quarterback and only played one year in college as a college quarterback, that means that everything he has done, Malik Willis will be two times as better because Malik Willis played two seasons of quarterback in college. Think about it. Think about it. And if we look at the comparable numbers, the numbers aren't that much different. Malik Willis dominated in the sport. He dominated in the sport at Liberty. So I, I, you cannot convince me that the Tennessee Titans are failing to realize that their greatest asset, their greatest team asset, who is King Henry, is getting ready to be an over-the-hill descending running back. Why am I playing games with whether or not we're going to be a good team after we've given him money already? And I honestly, like, not to cut you off, I feel like this year we'll start to see the decline in Derrick Henry. So they better make something happen soon if they're going to do it. You right. you don't need to even play with that because right. he on his back end and he know that. And he knows that. That's why he was seeking a check. He knows right. his back end. There's no, re- there's no reason that there's no reason that Ryan Tannehill is still a starting quarterback. And what makes me even more disappointed in football and in the fact that they even allow somebody like Ryan Tannehill, I don't care what people say about him. He, he may be a competitor. He's not good in the postseason. I don't care what anybody says. When you come out of your mouth as a starting quarterback and say it's not my job to support the guy behind me when he's also your teammate, that for me speaks to a loser. You're a loser. That's why you don't win ball games in the postseason because you're a selfish loser. You're not willing to buy in to the guy who's coming after you, even if he is coming after you. His first pass last postseason was an interception. That's all that needs to be said. I That's mean, all that needs to be my said. Thing is to, to make a comment like that, you got to – to me, if I were to hear somebody say something like that about their own teammate, number one, you're fearful of them taking your position. And that right. means, to me, you're not putting in the work you need to put in to be a better quarterback. You're just right. there because you're comfortable. You know, they'll keep right. you there. Exactly. Right. And I, I don't like that. I don't right. like you did The same That's- thing you did in Miami is the same thing you're doing now. Nothing's changed. And that's why it's not even we don't even have to bring up Miami because I think he was pretty decent in Miami. The same thing you've been doing the last three years, underwhelming football with all of these weapons is the same thing you're going to do this year. Because, yeah, if you have have pro bowler and A.J. Brown pro bowler and all of these weapons that he had, like, how, how are you not? I mean, come on. Because he, he, he had Corey Davis. Corey Davis and A.J. Brown were both pro bowlers a season with Ryan Tannehill. They won yeah, zero playoff Smith games. Too, right? John New Smith was there and zero playoff Delaney Walker, who's probably so, Hall of and, and that oh, says that says a lot, too, about the organization. You can't say the organization ain't right. put you in a position to right. win. You right. just ain't to hold up your end of the deal. Right. Right. You There's no, there's no reason. They even messed around and started bringing in really good defensive pieces, Tennessee. So that way you now have a defense to lean on. You have solid defensive players on that roster. Like, Ryan Tannehill is the issue. 
And so that's why I think the the Tannehillian theory of lack of change is that they will not move away from Ryan Tannehill until it's too late. They're going to move away from him when it's too late. And what it is is they're going to lose ball games that they should have won with Ryan Tannehill at quarterback, and they're going to be clawing very hard late in the season to try to win games that they know they can't win because Malik Willis didn't get the time to build his level of confidence against really bad teams. And the sad part about that is, is he going to get the bad side of that because they're going to throw him in a crazy situation and make it as if he's this mediocre quarterback when he just ain't had the reps. So he's going to get the the short end of the stick regardless of how this outcome is. So, and that stuck for him. So if I'm him, like if I could get out, I would, I could be back up somewhere else before I just sit in there knowing what the outcome could be. Facts. I completely agree. And so, I think that the Ryan that comes out of this division is Matt Ryan. I think Matt Ryan is the quarterback the Colts have needed to make a deep push in the postseason for a very long time. Mark my words, gentlemen, you can take this to the bank. I will put my bottom dollar on it. JT will lead the charge with top five finishes in both yards, carries, and touchdowns. I'm excited to see what he does this year. I think JT will not be the best running back in football, however. I think he will be a top five guy. I think fantasy numbers abide with the thought that a good, a really good or the leading running back from a year previous does not typically return as the lead running back for the following season. And so I'm interested to see what that looks like for JT. I'm interested to see how much they use him. But I think that Matt Ryan and those Colts go get it done this year. I think they make it to the playoffs and win the divisional crown. Uh, so that's the AFC South. We're going to talk about the AFC East here. I think the AFC theme this year is bill me later. Man, you can cash me now, but bill me later, baby. Because I think this year, I think the Buffalo Bills get it done, man. Bill me later, man. We'll pay it now. We'll put that cash in. Bill me later, man. We're going to go put all that money we can to bring in a defensive powerhouse like Von Miller, a Hall of Famer who we know can get to the quarterback any given time. Bill me later, man. Let's deal with the aftermath of it later. Give me every piece that I need to try to get to the Super Bowl this year. Uh, I also call it Bill Me Later because I think that the that the Patriots have put too much money, too much stock into Bill Belichick time after time. And I think it's time to go ahead and move on from them. I think that the Patriots show us their age this year. I think they show us their age respectively, respectfully with Bill Belichick as their head coach because they should have moved on from Bill Belichick when they moved on from Tom Brady. There's no that's, reason. That's that it's bold, but it's true. There's no reason that Josh McDaniel should have left the Patriots. Yeah, that's fair. They, they, that's, there's no reason. There's no reason Josh McDaniels left the Patriots. Josh McDaniels should have been the head coach of the Patriots. The moment they say we're moving away from Tom Brady, the moment Tom Brady is not coming back. Okay, Bill Belichick, thank you so much. We're moving on from you. And I agree. I agree with that point. Sorry to cut you off, bro, because the NFL is going into that. Young coach, offensive, young coach, offensive minded, mm-hmm. defensive head coaches are hanging on by a thread. Yep. I, I love my Jets to death, but Robert Salah, defensive mind. Yep. Uh, uh, my man for Seattle, Pete Carroll, defensive mind. Right. These guys look at the teams that are competing and constantly winning Super Bowls. Guys that are offensively minded, offensively sound. Mm-hmm. Sean McVay. Uh, Andy Reid and Eric Bieniemy. Uh, uh, they were talking so much junk about my man for t- for Tampa Bay, but he was the reason that offense was what they were. He let Tom right. Brady come in and control that offense. And you talk about uh, you, you talking about Leftwich? Uh, Leftwich is their OC, 
but I, I can't think of the the white guy's hey, name. Uh, Adrian, Adrian, Adrian. Adrian. Yeah, I, I can't think of his name right now. It's, it's leaving me. Ah, g- give me a second. Is it Bruce Aaron, what's his name? Arians, yeah. Thank you, Kurt. Bruce yeah. Arians. He had a top five offense in football when he had Jameis Winston as his quarterback. Jameis yeah. Winston was a top five passer yardage wise. Right. Granted, he turned the ball over a lot. Right. But he, Tom he, Brady he came in. Thirty, but he did his thing though. He, he threw five thousand yards that season. So it's it's showing the last two, three, four head coaches. Offensive minds. You need an offensive mind to be able to win the Super Bowl. My apologies, bro. You get that back. No, no, you're good. You're good. Absolutely. I mean, those are great points, right? Because you're thinking about – I'm thinking about some of the the head coaches that are in this division right here. There's one guy who I think is going to be a dark horse for the coach of the year, and I think that's going to be uh, my guy from Miami, Mike McDaniel. Mike McDaniel, I think, is going to be a coach of the year candidate because I think he's made the moves that while that Miami team may not be great, that Miami team, I think, will win some ball games that puts him on the radar. I also think that uh, Sean McDermott is the head coach for the Buffalo Bills, right? Mm-hmm. I think McDermott is going to get a chance to be on that offensive coach, that uh, that head coach of the year award as well. You know, and so. I think that it's going to be a really tight race coaching-wise in the AFC East, but I think Bill Belichick is the reason why that Patriots team is not good anymore. I also think that the Cheetah would turn into a Cheeto. I think that we're going to see Tyreek Hill not be the guy he used to be. He just doesn't have the quarterback. He doesn't have the quarterback. He has all the talent in the world, but one of the things that I think Bill Belichick has done a great job of that I think a lot of coaches are starting to embody now is getting rid of a player one year too early, not rather than a year too late. And I think while that philosophy has worked for players, that philosophy should also work for coaches. And so you cannot be the pot calling the kettle black. You get what I'm saying? Like we need to get Bill Belichick out of there in order for the Patriots to be a good ball club. And I think they lost their head coach. Um, so I got the Buffalo Bills coming out. So that's bill me now. That's pay me now. Bill me later. Here we go. Now we're talking about the AFC North fellas. Borrowing a page out of your playbook. I think that this is going to be a really good division, guys. I really, really like this division for the simple fact that we get a chance to see a run of the mill division where there's such great storylines in this division. We just talked about it. We got the storyline of is and will this be Mike Tomlin's first losing season? And in fact, I believe it will be. I don't think he'll lose as bad as a four and 12, four and 13 type of season. No, but I think he will be below 500 by a game or two shy. If he has a significant injury to that roster, if he has some type of something crazy go bad on that team, I think that team is going to be a shot in the dark. And I think that's a dangerous place to be like this with so many questions at quarterback for that team. Um, I think the Cincinnati Bengals run away with this division. That's why we should call it burying a page out of this notebook, right? I think they're going to run away with this division. I think Joe Burrows is going to do something amazing this year. I think that Zach Taylor is going to be a coach of the year candidate as well. And I think that Joey B is a dark host for the MVP, man. I think that he's going to play really good football because he's got really good weapons. He's got really good weapons, and he's got a closer at kicker that a lot of – like, people don't really consider how important it is to have a closer at your kicker. That kid, McPherson, that ain't going to close a game, dog. Oh, like, if you I'm, give him a shot, he'll get it done. You give him a shot, he'll get it done. You give him a shot, he'll get it done. So 
I think that Joey B is definitely going to be a dark horse for the MVP this year. I'll be excited to see what that race looks like. And then, gentlemen, for the millions around the world and the thousands listening in attendance, the greatest division in football, forever my dogs, the AFC West. I just love this division for football because, man, I'm telling you, if you want whatever type of football you want this year, you're going to find, right? So from Mr. Bronco Country, let's ride to the wide receiver core getting supersized. Football in this division is going to be great every single time a game is played because I am not certain that this division is as cut and dry as the Kansas City Chiefs winning it. I believe, this is my personal opinion, guys, I want y'all to hold me to it. I believe that this division comes down to a week 18 game. Mm. I think it's going to be a tight one all year long. There's four great quarterbacks in this division. I think it's going to be a tight one all season long. And I think that the week 18 game versus the Kansas City Chiefs and the Las Vegas Raiders is probably going to be the best football game we'll see this year. Because I think that game will decide who wins this division. I think that game will also decide who gets the number one buy in, in the AFC. I think that game will determine who pound for pound gets that buy going into the next week. I'm telling you now for the folks listening and for the folks on here, my good brothers, I will be at that game. I will be at that game. That game is in Las Vegas. I'm going to be there. Hey, I see your face, Jack. Let's do it. Hey, look, you know, it's just it's just one text message. We got the room solidified. Hey, we can run a live podcast from the hotel room. Hey, let's do it. We already talked about the talk. Let me know when to send a message. Hey, I'm going to go ahead and tell y'all who's going to win that game for us. I think the Las Vegas Raiders win this division and get the number one bye this season. Without question. Derek Carr is going to be the face of football this year. And I'm so scared because Derek Carr has never had a receiver this good before. Derek Carr has never had a coach this good before in Josh McDaniels. And I think that this offense is going to be magnificent. I'm so excited to see what they do with Josh Jacobs at the running back spot. I think that there's going to be a lot of room for some really big things for that defense. I think that defense is going to get better this year. I think there's going to be some defensive players who – need to step up, who have it, and I think they will this year. Some contracts are coming looming, and I think that the Las Vegas Raiders are going to do their thing this year. So that, for me, fellas, is the AFC West. And the AFC West, I'm all in on black, fellas. I'm all in on black. All in on black. That is Henry's parting words. If I remember correctly, everybody's picks are pretty, pretty consistent. Well, nah, the AFC is a little more wide open. Yeah, the AFC, you know, we got some stuff around here. This is going to be interesting. I'm ready for Week 18 podcast. We got some stuff. Really, it seems like the only two divisions we agree on is AFC East with Buffalo Bills and the AFC South with the Indianapolis Colts. Everything else seems pretty much up in the air. I know the West, I got Denver. Kurt got Kansas City, if I'm not mistaken. Henry mm-hmm. said he's rocking with black. Then the AFC North, I got B-more, and I believe y'all boys got Joe Burrow and company. Uh, Kurt, didn't you have Pittsburgh? I know you mentioned Pittsburgh having a winning season, but – No, I, have... I, no, I had it a toss-up. I still picked toss pick Joe team. Moneybag, but – So I, y'all uh, boys got Joe Money. I'm going still, with L. The Steelers going to be the team you don't want to play, but I still feel like the Bengals yeah. will get up out of there. 
Uh, okay, okay. That that honestly perfectly segues into the next next section of the NFL playoff predictor with the division winners that we just went over, along with wild card teams for the NFC. My playoff teams. The one, what, 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 the way we'll do this, we'll choose the one seed, and then we'll choose the rest of everybody else. So who gets that first round by? I know Henry, you already mentioned yours, but we'll just go back through it just to be safe. For the NFC, my one seed I got is Tampa Bay. I got Tom, mm-hmm. like we said, Tom, terrific, the goat, Tampa Bay, whatever you want to call him. He, like Henry mentioned, which is a stat that's outlandish. He's going to make the playoffs for his twentieth twentieth time in his career, that's and he's going to be a one seed again. I also got uh, following Tampa Bay in no particular order. Those playoff teams I have are Dallas. The Rams, the Packers, the Eagles, Saints, and this last team I have a tough time with. I have two teams for this last NFC spot. I, I got Carolina and I got Minnesota as that last playoff team in the NFC. For the AFC, my one seed, I got Buffalo. And the teams following up after them, I got Indianapolis, I got Denver, I got Ravens, I got Bengals, I got Chiefs, and I threw my Jets in there to be funny, but in reality, the Jags will probably be that seventh seventh team that I'm choosing. So those are my playoff teams coming out of both conferences, and I guess that can segue into who we have meeting in the Super Bowl. I have Super Bowl. I got your boys, the Chiefs. I think Mahomes will be able to do something on the road. I feel like when the chips are against him, he really does well. So I got Kansas City and I got I got Kansas City and I got Tampa Bay again. I I feel like like you guys said, Mahomes is on a mission this year. He wants to prove that what happened in that Tom Brady Super Bowl wasn't wasn't true. He really looked bothered a lot that game. His offensive line looked really shaky. I don't think that's going to be the case. I truly think he wants to avenge that. And I feel like Patrick Mahomes retires Tom Brady. I feel like this is Tom's last ride. He gets to that Super Bowl. He just doesn't get it done. He loses to Kansas City. And Tom walks off into the sunset as the greatest to ever do it. Sheesh. You think he retires him? I think he would. Re- well, I'll say this. I know he leaves Tampa. I know for a fact this is probably be his last year with Tampa Bay. And where does he go after that? If Tom Brady leaves Tampa Bay, I can honestly – see, this offseason could be so crazy because we could see Tom Brady changing teams. We could see L. Jack changing teams. I truly feel like – Tom Brady can go to the Dolphins. Why not return to the division that you ran for 16, 15, 16, 17 seasons? He's been with he's been with Tampa. This is his third season, correct? Yeah, this is his third he season. He ran that division for 20 seasons. Why not return to the division that you dominated? Now, granted, it would be a shootout between him and the Bills if he were to go back to Miami, but Miami is one of those teams that's a quarterback away, I truly feel. Yeah, with the weapons. Tom Brady had – he led the NFL last season in air distance, and he also was one of the highest 
passing yardage guys in the league last year. I want to say he he led the league in passing yards last year, if I'm not mistaken. If you give him Tyreek Hill, Jalen Waddle, Cedric Wilson in the slot, Gasecki as a tight end, a good know, offensive he line. Many targets before. Man. Yeah, he might eat though. He really might. He yeah. would go to he would go to Miami and he would turn them into an instant Super Bowl contender. But I think any gonna, team that Tom Brady's on, he's a Super Bowl contender. But when Tom Brady continues to play football after this season, I think he loses his family. I saw I was reading an article that came out. So really? serious. Like, I, I'm so serious. I read an article and like I'm not I'm wondering how that home dynamic is now that he's re re or come out of retirement, however you say it. Right. Like, I don't know. I, I don't, I, I think once he packs it up this time, if he retires, once he packs it up this time, I think it's over. Really? I think it's over. So. Okay. Who you got, Kurt? Oh, now I promise y'all, I would say this every time before I lay it out there. I don't, I don't like confrontation. I promise you I ain't doing this for a reaction. I'm just I'm a numbers guy. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I feel like it, it gotta happen this way. You know, I I'm not this fan, I promise you, but I feel like this is the year where the old where the old cowboys come out and get that bye. Ooh. I feel like they'll get the first round bye. I feel like this may be the year that they put it all together and come out and get the first Ooh. round bye. Yeah. Yeah. Look, I know look. You like you just drunk Robitussin. Come on now, stay with me. Stay with me. Overall, we got to know Cowboys have great players on both sides of the ball. Regardless of what Jerry Jones does, we, we know that he needs to take a seat. But the Cowboys have, they got what they need to get it done. Regardless of the missing targets that they had, I know they don't have Cooper anymore. I, I get that. But they still have enough firepower to get it done in the NFC, I believe. Addition on top of like you know they'll get the first round by in, in my opinion, but the other teams I see the Bears getting in, I see the Packers getting in, Bucks and Saints of course, and Cardinals Rams. I don't know who's going to be in what seed. You got the Bears getting in over Minnesota. Yes, sir. You know are- I, I picked. Look, I picked the Bears. You know I'm the well, Bears are got a better team than Minnesota. Hey, look, I'm a numbers guy. Holla at me week 18, baby. Holla at me week 18. Oh, we oh listen, we we have I got them 10 cases on that division for y'all, boys. What do y'all got? Hey, look, past, what do y'all got? Chicago, so we all hey, know. And we don't do no redos. No That's take back. No, no, as soon as the playoff, as soon as the last week 18 game is done, and we know oh, who oh, what, oh. send that Instacart, baby. I got the hat. Got the hat. Send me the Instacart. Yeah, you know, on, on the flip side, on the AFC, we already know Joe Moneybag coming up out of there for that first round back. Joe Moneybag is coming up out of there for the first round back. Don't look. Hey, look, I'm not a conversation. Whoa. You said Joe Money. I thought you said Josh Moneybag. Whoa. Joe Moneybag. Joe oh, Moneybag. Now, do I think they'll win the Super Bowl? No. I don't think they'll get it done. Again, I, I don't think they'll get it done. But I feel like they have a great regular season. I feel like this play – they won't have a playoff like they did last year. Now, granted, they didn't have a great playoff. They just got the wins. They had the, most, the worst offensive line I've ever seen in the NFL. That looked like a JUCO team out there. 
I, I yeah, so I this oh. year they, they got some stuff, you know, they, they did a little tweaking here and there. I feel well, like they'll be a regular season more, team. I feel like the Bengals. Well, I you say they got Bishop Sycamore players. Hey, 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 they look like Bishop Sycamore, didn't they? <laughs> hey, look, I feel like the Bengals will have the season that we all anticipate the Cowboys having. That's my thoughts okay. on that. That's we anticipate the Cowboys getting in and losing first round. I feel like the Bengals will do that and be heartbroken. That's fair. You know, I, my coats are coming up out of there. You know, they in the playoffs this year. Look, look, don't look, don't let, don't let them, don't let them rock the boat too much. Now we, 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 we some sleepers. We might get into the second, third round if you, if you're not careful. We, hey, if JT, if JT get on a roll, when their ball start getting, when we start pounding the ground, they open up that play action, and we know how Matt Ryan is on that play action when he rolling to the right. Yeah. That percentage is crazy <laughs> on that side. When he rolling to the right, he can't go to the left. No, we talking about the right side. We talking about that, but of course, you know. Chiefs, Bills, Colts, they're they're getting in there. And the I'm the boys in black. The boys in black. You the boys in black. You know, I, I can't count them out. You know, the AFC, and I say this, I say this like hundred percent. I believe this from the bottom of my heart. We will see the best football in the AFC this year. Every game, like you said, Henry, every game we will we will not know what we will get. Every game in the AFC this year will be a dog fight because right. it's so it's so many teams that not only can get in the playoffs but have teams that can win the Super Bowl. Sure. And these players, yeah. man, they they hungry. These guys have been disappointed. The Bengals coming, they they angry from last year. I get it. They, everybody got a chip on their shoulder. The AFC is is the is the side to watch this year. Like I feel like mm-hmm. the Super Bowl champion will come out the AFC this year. Ooh, I, I definitely feel like they'll come out the AFC, and you know. That's what I'm going with. Boys and black. So, they, so they, who's they, your they shot? So what's your Super Bowl prediction? If you had to predict here before we see anything of week one play, mm. who you got? NFC, AFC team, and who you got winning? Mm. AFC, I, I still I still have the Bills coming out the AFC. I still have them coming out the AFC. I, I'd be a fool to put a dollar on anybody else but them. I, I, I can't go against them and – Nobody will believe me when I say this, and y'all, you don't have to. I talk when I talk about the Rams and all of that, but I feel like the Rams will go back to back. I feel like by the time we get to the Super Bowl and they get all that money and all that, I'm swole chest guy out the way because I didn't got my check. Once they humble, they said. Once they get in their humbling situations, they take them losing to a team that they know they shouldn't lose to to get their ass back together. The Rams will win the Super Bowl again. Now, regardless, okay. I know they don't have OBJ. I know that they need, you know, a couple pieces here and there. But you have the experience now, and I feel like experience is a, is a key component of winning. And you have a solid team that we can't, you know, ignore being a Super Bowl contender. So mm-hmm. I feel like the Rams, this will be their back-to-back year. And I feel like after this, Aaron Donald, he's going to let himself go. He's going to start drinking 40s, and he's going to start smoking Newports because <laughs> he ain't going to care no more. He already he already walk around with a Newport in his ear in the locker room. He already at that point. If they get another one, he gonna have a he gonna have a beer belly before the parade get there. Oh, for sure. So yeah, I, Aaron Donald gets I, another I, Super Bowl. Bills Rams. Bills Rams, and I would love for the Bills to win. I would love to say that, given that they have everything on paper that they need to have to get the job done. But again, the Rams, you can't count them out. You can't count them out. So I, I will say that if I were to put my money on anyone, I would definitely put it on the Rams to go back to back. 
Okay. That's respect. I respect that. They did lose Von Miller, but they replaced him with B Wags. Yeah. Uh, they did lose OBJ. They replaced him with Allen Robb. Those are pretty good signings. They might end up bringing OBJ back. Uh, they they definitely they definitely definitely on paper are one of the top five teams. One of the the good picks to win it. So I respect that, Henry. Who you got coming playoff teams? Here we go. Uh, so I already told you, I didn't go with the AFC first. I already told you, I think the Raiders are going to get the number one seed first round by. Um, then I got the Chiefs making the playoffs. I got the Chargers making the playoffs. I think that this will be one of the first times that we've seen a three-team uh, three division make the postseason in this new bracketed style. Like It'll be exciting to see it, right? It's happened before, if I'm not mistaken. But I think this is one of the first times that that division will have multiple – 10 or 11 win teams. Mm. I can see the Raiders, the Chiefs, and the Chargers having all at least 10 wins or more, right? I know they have to play each other twice. And so just looking at the schedule, and I think next week's episode will break down their schedule, look at their wins and losses, and then talk a little bit about that. But I think both the Raiders, the Chargers, and the, well, all the Raiders, the Chargers, and the Chiefs will make the playoffs. I think Buffalo gets in, no question. I think they're the two-seed Buffalo that gets in. I think the Ravens make it in and the Bengals, and I got the Colts getting in as well. I think the Colts get in. So that's the AFC for me. Um, then I got the Eagles with the number one buy, the number one seed, first round buy. I'm really, really confident this year in Jalen Hurts. I think Hurts just gets it done, man. I think that that, that team is just too loaded. I think that team is too loaded to make a mistake of – the Eagles in 2010, was it? Was it the Eagles 2010, Eagles 2012? When did they have Vic? When did the Eagles have Vic at quarterback? Oh, yeah, it was around that time. I thought it was a little earlier than that. I, I thought it was like 07, because when did the Madden 07 cover that Vic was on? No, nah, 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 that, that was uh, McNabb. That was McNabb yeah, when it covered that one. When they covered that one. I think you're might- talking about the super the the super team Eagles, right? Yeah, that listen, was like 2012 because 2011, 2012 because they had Namdi Asamoah. Oh yeah, they had, oh, yeah, they had a squad. J Mac, yeah, McCoy was still in the backfield. Yeah. Big oh, that team, man, yeah. that team folded, bro. Whole Won like six bro. games. Listen, I think this is the best Eagles team since that team. I think this team is better than the Super Bowl winning Eagles team they had. And I think that if this team does right, I think they've learned from their mistakes as an organization. I think that they put the pieces in place. That's why they, you go get an A.J. Brown because A.J. Brown is a reliable, big target who's physical, can make plays and do what he has to do down the field. You also have a Devontae Smith who I think pound for pound, and we're going to see why he was the Heisman winner. I think we got a Jalen Hurts who we're going to see why he was a starting quarterback for two different organizations in college football. I think somebody who, like a Jalen Hurts, who spent time with Tom Brady in the offseason from what the reports are saying, you know, I think he's going to come in and help lead that offense and do something very special. I think that that's going to be one of the biggest things we see this year. Um, I also have the Eagles going to the AFC championship game. I think it's the Eagles NFC championship game. The Eagles going to NFC championship game, excuse me, uh, NFC. And so I got Dallas going as well. The Saints, the Cardinals, the L.A. Rams making it, the Packers. And last but not least, never, ever, ever not throw the ball to Justin Jefferson. 
If you throw the ball to Justin Jefferson, you're going to the playoffs. I think the Minnesota Vikings are going to make the playoffs this year. And so if you ask me who's playing in the NFC championship game, I got the Eagles versus the Rams. Got the Eagles versus the Rams in the NFC. I got the Chiefs versus the Bills in the AFC. I think this time, I think this time my Chiefs get beat, dog. I think this time my Chiefs catch that tail whooping, bro. I think the Bills make it to the Super Bowl, and I think it's going to be Bills versus Eagles. I think that's going to be one of the best Super Bowls we've seen in a long time. There's not going to be any defense get played, but I think the score is going to be like 49 to 50. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So, so that's my postseason play, folks. Okay. So that's some pretty good predictions right there. Going back through the Super Bowl predictions, I got Chiefs, Tampa Bay. Henry got Bills, Eagles, Colt, you got uh, – Kurt, you got uh, – you said Cincy and, and the Rams again, right? Rams, repeat. Yeah. So, no, I got, I, got Bill, I got Bills, Rams. Bills, Rams, my fault. Bills, Rams. So, y'all boys is rocking with the Bills. I think I'm going to stick with my homeboy. But you got the Rams beating them. So, that's the, I, I like those. I like those. Those are really good pre- predictions, good picks. To be honest, who knows? It could be – the Jaguars to make the playoffs and make the Super Bowl. You never know. So Trevor Lawrence is that guy. But uh, that takes us into one of our last sections of this week's episode. We're going to predict some of the award winners. Uh, we got NFL awards, MVP, Defensive Player of the Year, Offensive Player of the Year, Coach of the Year, Rookie of the Year, both offensive and defensive, and then Comeback Player of the Year. Uh, I'll go ahead and start us off. Uh, I kind of broke it down into like top threes with a few sleeper guys to keep your eyes on because, like we mentioned, it's a lot of talent in this league. So MVP, top three. I got Russell Wilson for the Broncos. Like I said, I truly believe the Broncos will take that next step and it'll be because of Russell Wilson taking that team to that next level. I got Josh Allen, who's really the popular guy. Yeah, it's probably the second easiest division in football. So, okay. Yeah, that, that works. That works, bro. We could definitely do that. Uh, feel free to butt in if you want. Uh, but, okay. and, oh, go ahead, like, go ahead. like I said, Josh Allen, the popular pick, easiest division in football. And I got Lamar Jackson. I truly feel like him coming out of such a tough division like the AFC North will give him a little boost for that MVP type, you know, season. Uh, sleepers, I got Pat Mahomes. Can never count out Aaron Rodgers. He's going to be a, a darling with the touchdown-interception ratio and completion percentage. Mahomes is going to do what Mahomes does. That's a great storyline without Tyreek. Matt Ryan with them Colts. The only thing about Matt Ryan with the Colts, I feel, Kurt, I, I know that's your team, so I'm going to speak to you about him, is – him and JT are going to be competing because I I have JT as one of my sleepers as well. Yeah. I feel like he has a chance to break the rushing record this year. Mm-hmm. And then I got Derek Carr and I got Joe Burr. I feel like Joe Burr can really, if he were to win that division, I feel like he would it would have to be on his back because Joe Mick, I like Joe Mick, but I don't think he's a every every down type running back like a Jonathan Taylor where you can feed him 30 times each game and he can stay healthy. So I truly feel like that's what it'll be. Uh, do you guys have anything you want to butt in? You want me to just keep going through my picks? 
So I will I so I will kind of interject a little bit because cool. I'm I'm similar but I'm different in ways for the MVP. So Josh Allen, you know, we we know that he's he's at the forefront of that. Like I, I really feel like this is the year for him to actually get that job done. But my boy Pat Mahomes, he's angry. If he get the MVP this year, I would not be shocked. I feel like he's somebody that's a person at Kansas City that has the whole entire offense in his hands. He's not worried about somebody else competing with him on, on that offense for any MVP run. He can do everything that he needs to get done to get the MVP in his possession. Josh Allen, like I said, we we can't knock him out. But Pat Mahomes, he has a complete control over that offense to where his destiny is in his hands with this MVP candidate. I completely agree. So, but a sleeper, a lot of people might not pick Joe Burrow, but that team, that Bengals team, if they're going to be anything, he has to be the person to deliver them. If they if they're going to be anything that we think they're going to be, he's going to he, he's going to have to be that quarterback. And in order to be that quarterback, you have to be talked about for that MVP. Anything less than that, you you will not get it done. Sure. Right. No, I completely agree. I think Kurt, you and I got the same sentiment about MVP. The more I think about it, I'm like, I really want Josh Allen to win it, but I'm not certain that there is a hunger in Josh Allen, that there is, I don't know if that hunger that Patrick Mahomes has right now, Josh Allen has. And I think Josh Allen is more of an, in a space where the team is good. Let's make sure we don't turn over the football. Let's do what we need to do. Let's make sure we outscore teams and let's go ahead and ease off because we've got two really decent backs that we can carry, that can carry the football for us. Whereas I think, Patrick Mahomes is in a position now where he has to be the guy on a team that he knows isn't the best. As a a Chiefs fan, as a Chiefs fan, I can stand here and tell you our team is not the best Chiefs team we've had. We've had much better teams and we've had much better teams years ago. I think that this is the opportunity where a lot of times when you see when you see organizations go through transition, it's because players leave due to a frame due to free agency or leave due to retirement or leave because of age, right? Or they get bad because of age, right? We're seeing that some of the key pieces like a Travis Kelce is getting older. Our defense that was already struggling to get to the quarterback doesn't really have many additions at quarterback. Uh, I mean, at, at D line to be able to get to the quarterback. So we don't have any significant defensive line play. We've got a good, uh, a good backer and, and Nick Bolton, right? We lost Tyron Matthews, so you know our secondary is the one in question, right? We got Juan Thornhill, but he is iffy at best. Yeah, he's okay. at best. This, this is going to have to be his year to show me, right? But I followed him coming out of Virginia, and I think that he can be a good player if he does what he's supposed to do, right? But then you see us at, in a position I don't think we've been in a long time, right? Because I followed us all the way through the Alex Smith era, right? I followed us all the way through the Matt Castle era where we always had a solidified number one receiver. You know, whether it was Dwayne Bow or whether we knew that we had Alex Smith throwing to, you know, Sammy Watkins or somebody, you know, like this year, this is a year where – I cannot honestly tell you who our number one guy is. I don't see McCole Hardman being that guy. I, I've always had questions about Juju Smith. Like, I've never thought Juju was that guy. You know, Travis Kels, while he is our, our best receiving option, 
we have to be mindful that he's old now. He's he's older. Like, and so injuries are due for him. I'm not saying I want him to get hurt, but at what point do you continue to throw him the football and think like, okay, he's going to continue to get down the field and do all of those things, right? My hope is that he still is ticking on all cylinders, but I just think that Patrick Mahomes is going to separate himself from all the other quarterbacks in this league with the fact that he's going to transcend and be better than quarterbacks who have better options, right? I think I think he's going to be better than all the other quarterbacks who have better receiving cores around them. And I think that's what makes him the MVP this year. So okay. My my reasoning behind honestly, I know I mentioned Russ and Josh Allen, uh, but I truly feel like L Jack has the best chance to do that for a similar reason that you mentioned, Henry, because he has the least out of all of the guys on my list. I mean he's got Russ Dude, he's got a chip on his shoulder, bro. Yeah, he has a chip, he's man. He, he was, he's not trying to take $100 million guaranteed man. when his quarterback's out here that, like you guys mentioned, have study issues that are getting 160 or right. guys that are eight years older than him, seven years older than him, and Russell Wilson's case and is getting 180 guaranteed, right. seven-year, eight-year contracts. Like, he, he has a chip. He's trying to show people that y'all forgot who I was. I, I didn't yeah. – wasn't the first quarterback to throw for 3,500 yards and rush for 1,000 yards in the NFL history. So I truly feel like he's going to get back to being who he was a few years ago with it, with that added weight he put on. He's throwing the ball a lot tighter, a lot further. I truly think that's one of the reasons I picked Lamar. Uh, Segwaying into defensive player of the year, my top three I have are TJ Watt, Micah Parsons, and Darius Leonard. I got to give you a shout-out, Kurt. D. Hey. Leonard, that boy is a monster out of South Carolina University. fair to you, they are the only two on my list. Michael Parsons and Leonard, they the only and two. D. Leonard, yeah. I, my my three sleepers, I got Nick Bosa, Joey Bosa, Von Miller. I feel like Nick Bosa finally coming back healthy with that 49ers team. That 49ers defense is a very underrated defense. People don't give them enough credit. I feel like with Nick Bosa coming back healthy, he'll be good. I truly on that defense, you're always going to be good. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Yeah. See that you is good. Always going to be good. Hopefully, Fred stays a lot healthier this season. But you know that's kind of up in the air playing that middle linebacker spot. Yeah. Uh, I feel like Joey Bosa is going to benefit so much from having a future Hall of Famer on the other side of him. This will be the best pass rusher he's had as a tandem his whole career. He's never had a guy like Khalil Mack on the other side of him. Having Khalil Mack on that other side. You can't double team Joey Bosa now. Right. You can't you because Khalil Mack. You couldn't double team him anyways because exactly they had enough. They had enough pass rushers on that team or like defensive linemen that could go get to the quarterback if you double team. Exactly, but now having another elite guy, I truly feel like it'll be the way it was for the Los Angeles Rams last season. Having Von Miller and having. Uh, Aaron Donald together, it just you you can't double team two guys because then yeah. that's one on two that they're going to lose that every time. And then last but not least, I have Von Miller. I don't feel like what everyone's saying is true. I don't think he took the money and ran to Buffalo. I feel like he took the money and he is going to try to win a Super Bowl. To win again. Right. Right. Exactly that Buffalo defense, like you mentioned earlier, Kurt, 
is probably the best in the AFC on football. I mean, on paper, on paper. On that's paper. that's one of the best, if not the best, defenses in the AFC on on, on paper. But if I had to pick, I have to go with Micah Parsons just because they're finally allowing him to do what he does best, and that's rush the quarterback. Mm -hmm. Dan Quinn is finally saying, hey, let me get other linebackers in here that can cover. They signed Anthony Barr this offseason for cheap. Anthony Barr is one of the better cover uh, cover linebackers in the league. When he was healthy playing with Minnesota, he was able to guard tight ends, guard those slot receivers yeah. really well because he's a four, five, four, six guy. Granted, he's not who he was when he played with Minnesota, but that's going to allow Micah Parsons to go crazy on the edge, and I feel like he will lead the NFL in sacks this season. So that's why I got him as if my. If you give him that leeway, I feel like he'll get it. If you give him like. Go go get the quarterback. If you give him that mentality, he's and he ain't got to worry about covering too much now. You got somebody to cover that for him. He could get it done. And I feel that's like what that's I'm what he wanted to do anyway. That's what he was accustomed to. But see, exactly. I, here's, the, here's the frustrating thing I have. Right, like he is not James Harrison, or he's not like you know he's not this one trick pony that we have to put on the edge and go get the quarterback and don't do anything else. Micah Parsons is one of the better defensive prospects that we've seen in a long time. And I truly do believe that while he may not like dropping in coverage, that is one of his strong suits because as a quarterback, you're afraid to throw the football out there with Michael Parsons roaming on the second level of any defense. He's dropping in a, uh, he's dropping in a cloud coverage, cover two look, something really, you know, Oh, Guarding running backs out the backfield. Running backs out of the backfield. All of that last year. Like he literally X's out. If he plays against teams like the Giants, he X's out Saquon, which is their best offensive target. If you go against the Saints, he X's out Alvin Kamara, which is their second best offensive target. And that's to say that we're still thinking Mike Thomas is still the same Mike Thomas. If you're going, you you can start naming the teams. That he and goes he switches from running back to right. guarding tight end. Right. I would right. be okay with putting him on George Kittle. I, I would, would be, because I would be okay with putting him on Travis Kelce. I would be okay with him on Travis. I know I'm a Michael Parsons fan. Even back to fan, uh franchise Madden, you know yeah, I yeah. He, I use him for everything. <laughs> yeah. Right. So he, if I can put him at safety, I would like. So I I, I don't disagree with you. He, I just had him drop back way in coverage and get some interceptions. So. And I know this ain't no video game, but I know if I can do it on Madden, he can do it in real life. So hey, listen, if you play it like it's a video game, ain't gonna lie. Yeah. Who, who, who y'all boys rocking with defensive player to you? Who y'all got? I got one player, man. I got one player, and it's easy for me to say because nobody said him, nobody's talking about him, and everybody's gonna eyes gonna get big as coins when I say it. But you cannot forget Miles Garrett. Miles Garrett is going to destroy the league this year. He's going to destroy the league this year. And he's going to destroy his division this year. And that's why he's going to destroy the league. He's definitely going to kill his division. I, I, would, definitely. I, wouldn't be, division. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if half of his season sacks this year come from playing the three teams in his division. I could see that. He plays those three teams two times, so that's six sacks. If he does two sacks six times, that's 12 right there. He finished with 16, 17. Quarterback. Listen, good season. 
that's a great season. I think he's going to be defensive player of the year this year. I think Miles Garrett is going to be defensive player of the year this year, and I also think that he's going to wake a lot of people up as to why he doesn't need to still be on that Cleveland team. I think he needs to leave. Yeah. So. Okay. So, Kurt, who are you rocking with, man? I know you said you got Micah and D. Leonard. Who you, if you had to put your money on one of them two, who you got? Yeah. Michael Parsons. He's too versatile. Okay. I, I got to go with him. He's right. very versatile. He's all – I can put him anywhere. I can drop him in coverage. I can send him at the quarterback. I can, I can do any type of scheme and get him to stuff a running back. I can get him to do anything. His stats right. across the board will be astronomical because he can do everything. So I, I have to go with somebody that can do everything. I, I can't go with a one-trick pony. I, sure. I, I, can, go, I can go with him because he's he going to do it all. He's going to have a stat line for everything that we're trying to cover. Okay, so – Defensive player of the years, we got me and Kurt rocking with Micah, Henry going with Miles Garrett. Miles Garrett is a great pick. I did yeah. not mention, but that's a I, really good pick. I like that. Mind, and that's so disrespectful. He really did it. And that's so very disrespectful. disrespectful. I apologize. But yeah, my fault, Miles Garrett. He's not mind, and he's a complete oh. dog. Exactly. Miles, Miles, if you end up listening to this, this podcast, we apologize. You are at all. Pro. Please don't you know abuse that. the Chiefs. Go That's ahead and saying. abuse the Jets and the Colts. Hey, <laughs> hey I don't even got to say nothing. You're going to abuse us. So. Abuse them. All right. So, offensive players of the year, uh, my top guys, uh, I was going with your boy, Kurt, Jonathan Taylor. Uh, I got CMC, and I got the two LSU boys, Jay, Jay Chase and Jay Jefferson. Uh, sleepers. I'm going to go – I got to throw Derrick Henry's name in there as a sleeper just off of who he is. I mean, last time we saw him healthy – honestly, last time we saw him, period, he was leading the league in rushing yards. He almost had 1,000 yards through, like, eight games. He yeah, had, like – It was some like, ridiculous. Like, it, he, was like, it was, like, almost 900 yards. He had a season before, like, before the halfway mark. It, exactly. Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry – yeah. When he went down last year, he was leading the league in rushing yards. So we yeah. got to throw his name on there. And two names that I really wanted to mention, I know you guys were saying Tyreek Hill might have a, a, a drop-off, but I threw Tyreek Hill on this list because in the preseason, he was making some of Tua's plays look okay. Like, he, yeah. I feel like if Tua gets confidence and gets Tyreek Hill the ball, and if they – if McDaniel puts him in positions to do everything, uh, jet sweeps, split swing outs, slants, drags, he will he will beat Tyreek Hill. And then a guy that I wanted to mention, Najee Harris. Maybe it's because I have Najee on my fantasy football team as well, but I truly – and I'm hoping, right? Maybe right. that's what it is. But I truly feel like whether it's Trubisky or whether it is uh, the, young, the young guy they got, uh, Pickett, I truly feel like a running back will be your quarterback's best friend. I know they have a good tight end of Friar Muth, but their their receiving core is lackluster. Besides Pickens, Deontay Johnson's okay, Claypool's okay. I feel like they're going to feed Najee the ball a lot, and I feel like he'll get a lot of swing passes. He's a good catching running back as well. So those are my sleeper picks. But if I had to choose offensive player of the year, I'm going to go with Christian McCaffrey. And it's based off of volume, solely volume. Yeah, they're gonna have, they have to give him the ball. They're gonna have to get him the ball. Besides, D, besides DJ Moore in that offense, Robbie Anderson's hit or miss. I'm a Jets guy. Trust me, I know he's hit or miss. McCaffrey's going to get the rock 
20 to 25 times a game. And I truly feel like he will find the box in those 20, 25 times a game at least one time a game. That's 17 touchdowns total. He's going to get 1,000 yards rushing. He might come close to 1,000 receiving. So and, I'm going to go with CMC right. for OPY. I don't even see CMC playing the whole season, man. I think CMC is not a Panther this time next year. Wow. That, I don't know. I can't. Oh, that's tough. He ain't going to get rid of CMC, bro. I, I can't oh. see it. Bro, CMC Chuba, is good. Chuba is good, but I don't feel like he's good enough to be your only running back. I don't. I, I truly don't. And you don't give him that contract they gave him three years, four years guaranteed with a fifth year of an option un, not fully guaranteed if you don't expect to at least get four years out of him. That's true. And, and he's not like a Ezekiel Elliott type running back where he's a, oh, uh, dive and slam and he, he's not that type of running back. He's more in space type of Alvin Kamara. You can put him out wide, put him in the slot. Even if he's not your leading rusher attempt running back anymore, you can still get value out of CMC. So I, I don't see them getting rid of him just off of a win. Not when he's probably their best offensive player since Steve Smith. I mean, besides Cam Newton, we're not talking about quarterbacks. We're talking about everything but the quarterback. He's probably their best offensive player since Steve Smith. Like, I mean, Olsen, Greg Olsen, I mean, come on now. Uh, I'm taking McCaffrey. No, for sure. I'm taking McCaffrey. I'm taking McCaffrey. I I completely agree with you 100%. Only thing I would add to that, and I don't even know how you lead this guy off, Cooper Cup doing it again. Cooper Cup is going to have a repeat of everything that we yeah. just saw. He don't have yeah. a choice this time. He don't have a choice. So <laughs> Sad I'm, but true. He don't have a choice. Until you figure out what you're doing with OBJ, you don't have a choice. Sure. Sure. So I, I agree. I, I agree with everything you got, but I Cooper Cup got to be the front runner for me. He Because he has to have that season. If, if the Rams are going to come out on top like I predicted they will, Cooper Cup has to do what I think he's going to do. Absolutely. I agree. I think I think just like you, Kurt, Cooper Cup was my offensive player of the year. There's no question about it. I said it earlier and I'm going to say it again. Cooper Cup can't be the only person that's going to get the ball. And the issue in L.A. is that there is no one else who can get the football. There is no one else who's going to be a viable option. I'm guaranteeing you that when they go look for Odell Beckham, he ain't going to be there. Odell Beckham's not Odell going to pop up in Buffalo. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> You better believe it. He'll pop up in Kansas City. Watch I tell you. He's going to pop up somewhere. He's going to pop up somewhere where he know he got a good chance. Yeah. And I think that the Rams window is closing early. That's why I told you this is the Rams season to lose because everything is supposed to be pointing in their direction, but they're constantly making the wrong decisions. And so I think that they're going to oversaturate their offense with Cooper Cup. And I wouldn't be surprised if Cooper Cup doesn't see some time off this year, a small injury because they've targeted him 140 times, 150 times, and he's caught the ball 100 times, 120. He, I wouldn't be surprised if it's some like leg injury, some arm injury because he's taking too many hits. They're using him in the offense in ways that he shouldn't have to be used. While he is valuable and an asset in that space, I don't think he should be forced to be the only option. With Matt Stafford's arm concerns that they've talked about all offseason or all preseason, I'm worried to see. I'm worried that Cooper Cup's going to be in a bad spot. 
So I think he'll be offensive player of the year, but I also think that he's going to get fed up with his circumstance. And I think the Rams don't make it. I, I think the Rams make some significant changes this offseason. Okay. Ooh, okay, okay. So we're looking at offensive player of the year. I got CMC, y'all boys got triple crown winner himself, Cooper Cup. Hey, Mr. Cooper Cup, if you if you listen to us in passing, I'm not disrespecting you. Trust and believe. I, 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 I'm I going to have to play you week one in fantasy. I know you're going to put up 30-plus on me, but I just – I can't go against their running back, man. All right, so these, these last couple uh, awards we're going to kind of lump together. I got coach of the year and comeback player of the year. I got a couple names for coach of the year. Uh, I got your boy, Henry, Andy Reid, Nathaniel Hackett for the Broncos. I got Matt LaFleur for the, the Packers, Nick Nick Sirianni for the Eagles, Sean McDermott for the Bills, Jamie Daniels for the Boys in Black. If I had to go with the coach of the year, I'm going to go with Nick Sirianni for the Eagles because I truly feel like, like we all mentioned, I think we're all kind of in agreement with, the Eagles taking a step forward. Uh, Jalen Hurts taking a step forward. I didn't know he worked out with Tom Brady this offseason. That's a good piece of information. But I feel like Nick, Nick Sirianni's coaching, Jalen Hurts will have a better grasp of that offense, and he will take steps forward to becoming a top-half quarterback. I'll say he'll be a top-15 quarterback this offseason, um, this, this this season, this upcoming season. He can, I can see him being top-15. He already – was a sneaky good quarterback last year. Even though we only threw 16 touchdown passes, he led the league in quarterback rushing touchdowns and quarterback rushing yards. So something similar to that, I can definitely see him with A.J. Brown, all the weapons you mentioned, Devontae Smith, Goddard. They can truly, truly be one of the better teams in the league in this regular season. So Nick Sirianni is getting coach of the year. Comeback player of the year, I had three names. I went with Derrick Henry, Saquon Barkley, Jameis Winston. Jameis played six games last year towards ACL. Saquon Barkley, I don't think, played that many games and tore his. And Derrick, we all know about the fracture foot halfway through the season. If I, I, I'm honestly, I like Derrick Henry a lot, but I really feel like it's a two man race between Saquon and Jameis Winston. I feel like if, Saquon shows why he was a top five running back prior to the injuries. He can win this award. But I'm like y'all said, I'm eating W's, man. I'm going <laughs> with Jameis Winston. I feel like the Saints will make the playoffs. Jameis with the new weapons he has. They got Chris Olave, Mike Thomas coming back. Alvin Kamara is one of the better receivers in football. They signed Jarvis Landry. They will be a good team. I can see if Jameis stays healthy through the 17 games this season, I can see them winning 10 games. I can see a 10-7 to record for them with Jameis cutting down on turnovers while keeping those 30 touchdown passes. I can see a season of roughly almost 4,000 passing yards, 28, 29, 30 touchdowns to about 12 interceptions. He seems a lot more willing to take the check downs. That's why he has Alvin Kamara. He seems more willing to throw the drags and to get rid of the ball and to take sacks. So and he's got a, I, nobody talks about it. He's got a he's got a nice gambit of weapons. I mean, Alvin Carl, Mike really Thompson, that's healthy now. Now he's got Jarvis Landry and he's got Chris Olave. 
that's a really good football team. And then nobody's talking about the fact that he's got Taysom Hill at tight end who can be versatile. He yeah. can do versatile things for that offense. Like, yes. that's, offensively, that's a good ball. That's a good ball club. Yeah, so, so comeback player of the year, I got Jay Winston, coach of the year. I got Nick Sirianni with the Eagles. And you know what? I'm with you with the EWs, but I want you to know I ain't going with famous Jameis. That boy Michael Thomas finna be a dog this year. He, if you see anything with Jameis, it's gonna be because MT is cutting a fool on that field. Yeah. So we eating debuts, but Michael Thomas finna he finna get that comeback player because he got he ain't played since what 2020. He got yeah. he, he been he been rested up. He got healed. He's good. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if he's in the run for that offensive player of the year. If he can stay healthy and Jameis Winston can get him that ball. You gotta respect that man. That man, he got the what? The most receiving yards or the touchdowns? What was the record he broke? He still got the record down. It was catches, catches in a single season. Right. So he yeah. he got strong hands. All you gotta do is get the ball in the vicinity. It's a touchdown. So yeah. if Jameis can do that, Michael Thomas is that and that's the only person I put down because I, I believe in I believe in what he's gonna do. If he can yeah. stay healthy and Jameis Winston can just do his part, he'll get it done. On the coach side, I, I it's hard to go against Sean McDermott, man. Like the the Bills, they're they're a solid team. It's yeah. it's hard to go against him. So I gotta put him on the list. But this is very controversial again. I promise you, I don't like confrontation. We'll say that every time. Mike Tomlin will be in the running for Coach of the Year. You're gonna respect his name again. Mm-hmm. All these years of him having a winning season, he gonna do something with that Steelers team. You might not believe it, but. Mm-hmm. It's gonna they're gonna he can put them in a position where they gotta talk about him for coach of the year because of what he has and what they're gonna produce. Holler at me at week 18. Mm, she said, mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, that's a bad, that's a bad. I mean, all these are, are great options, guys. I'm gonna go ahead and hit coach of the year first, man, because while I like Mike Tomlin, I love Mike Tomlin. Like he's he's somebody I want to be as a coach, right? He's he's just he's good. He's good. I mean, there's no question about it. Like when you when you describe coaching. You describe good coaching. It's Mike. It's Mike Tomlin. You put it down on paper, and then somebody else describes Mike Tomlin, and those things will match up, right? But I said it earlier. The coach of the year this year for me is going to be the coach that got away, guys. Josh McDaniels. Josh McDaniels has a fully loaded football team, and that football team, guys, I think is going to be dangerous this year. I think the Raiders are going to do something really, really special this year. Um, and for my comeback player of the year, y'all, y'all missing the mark, guys. We watching a goat throw to a goat, so y'all better get ready to sit back and watch, dog. Julio Jones is getting ready to go off. I hope y'all know that. Julio Jones is getting ready to eat in a way that we haven't seen Julio eat since probably when they went to the Super Bowl. And if they do the right things with Julio, well, not the, so. If they do the right things with Julio and use him in big play situations as an outside receiver and even give him some flex tight end type of looks, I think Julio Jones is really, really, really going to be special this year. And I want to add that nobody in our league drafted Julio Jones. I signed him on free agency, and I'm excited about playing him. Watch what I, watch what I tell you. Mark my words. Julio Jones is going to be a bad man this year. Julio, he's going to be a bad man, and he's going to be – even better because he has the dog mentality that Tom Brady has. And because of that, 
he's going to lean into it, right? We saw something similar when Michael Jordan found out that Steve Kerr could shoot the ball. Hey, Steve, shoot the ball. Okay, Steve, knock it down. This is what we're looking at. We're looking at Goat Talk, man. We're looking at Goat Talk with Julio Jones. Y'all get ready. I like that a lot. I like I like these. I like these. These are the awards that I feel like are important. Uh, Coach of the year, comeback player of the year, shows who's been working the offseason, shows who really wants it. Kurt, I know you went with coach of the year. You said Sean McDermott for Buffalo. Comeback player of the year, you went with Mike Thomas. We eating W's. We just eating W's at the WR position. That's respect. Henry, uh, you said coach that got away, Josh McDaniels. Comeback player of the year as well, Julio Jones, which is good because he only played, what, four, five, six games last year? He played less than half the season. So I went with Nick Sirianni, coach of the year, comeback player of the year, Jameis Winston. So those are those are really good picks. I, I like those a lot. Uh, last but definitely not least, awards. Rookie of the year, who's the first-year guy that's going to come in the league cooking stuff on the offensive side, on the defensive side? Offensive side, I got a few names just to just to throw out there. Brees Hall, my Jets, got to give my Jets love. Fly Jets, fly. Uh, Kenny Pickett, quarterback for Pittsburgh. George Pickens, uh, receiver for Pittsburgh. Drake London, number of receiver taken uh, for Atlanta. Chris Olave, I mentioned him, receiver for the Saints. If I had to choose a guy for the offensive side, I'm leaning towards Drake London, and I say this for this reason and this reason alone, because that Atlanta team on paper is not that bad offensively. Uh, Marcus Mariota signed that contract to come and be that quarterback this season. He has he has my man to change from receiver in the backfield, Cordero Patterson. Cordero's going to get a lot of love. We, we know that, but besides Kyle Pitts out wide, they really don't have another receiver to get the rock to. So Drake London is – I'm sorry? He's their best target. He's their best target. I mean, Kyle Pitts. Kyle Pitts is a good good tight end, but Kyle Pitts isn't Travis Kels or Mark Andrews. That's what I'm saying. He's just not a top two tight end where, okay, he can be my number one receiving option and we can be fine. So – I'm going to go with Drake London off of circumstance, off of sheer volume. He's going to get a lot of targets. And I feel like Marcus Merritt is going to try to win games. He's going to try to prove that I still have a place in this league. I might have been a backup for the Raiders. I might have been a backup in my previous few stops, but I can still play football. So I truly feel like Drake London is going to going to come through cooking, man. And, I mean, he's healthy now. He didn't play a lot of USC even when he was playing. He was killing the Pac-12. I know they're not a defensive conference, but before his foot injury, he was killing. So I truly feel like he, him coming in, he's going to really do his thing this year. And defensive rookie of the year, again, I had to show my Jets some love. We got Sauce Gardner on there. Uh, Kyle Hamilton for the Ravens, that safety linebacker hybrid. Uh, Aiden Hutchison, number two pick in the draft, defensive lineman for the Lions. Like Henry mentioned earlier, Jordan Davis for the Eagles. But I had to give y'all boys some love too, Henry. George, Carl Fitus for the Chiefs. Yeah. And if I had to choose a guy, 
I'm going to go with George Carl Fighters, bro. And that's only because the rookie on that Chiefs defense, y'all are looking for a playmaker. Y'all really need somebody that can help Chris Jones yeah. get to the quarterback. I truly feel like, like we've mentioned, for Bosa's and for playing next to Von Miller, I feel like he's going to benefit from playing next to an all-pro. Absolutely. Absolutely. Chris, Chris I, I, Jones I, is still an all-pro. I, I, and then we still got Clark on the other side. And then you guys got Clark in the middle. Exactly. So it's like your defensive line has nothing but pro bowlers and all pros. And, and this rookie Andy kid. So, and then, and then this, this kid, when he played at Purdue, he was a stud. He was an all-conference defensive – conference defensive player of the year. And he was an all-American. They were talking about him going in the first round as one of the top picks prior to this past season – prior to his past season in college when he was hampered with injuries. And so y'all got to steal. So easy. My my rookie of the year picks. I'm going with Drake London. I'm going with George Carfitis. And to be, I'm not confrontational this time because I piggyback everything you said, especially with that Kansas City piece. He's he was already a dog coming in. Yeah. So it's not like you're sending him to. No disrespect to these teams. It's not like you're sending him to Jacksonville or a team that's historically bad that doesn't have a big playoff record. You're sending him to a team that has that knows how to develop players. Yeah, that knows how to develop players. Number one, and knows how to you know how, knows how to win. So mm-hmm. he's surrounded by all these guys that has not just regular season experience. These guys have won, and these guys have done it on the biggest stage. So he's surrounded by these guys that can get it done for him and get him on the right path. So it'll be not going to say easy for him to get that done, but he's going to be pushed in the right direction from week one through the whole entire season. Because he has that surrounded by him, you don't get a lot of those good players. They're they're not fortunate enough to be surrounded by such great players when they come in. They kind of have to learn it right. and then unlearn bad habits when they get to these teams that they're trying to develop with. Sure. He's going to a team that can one develop him regardless of where they are, like stat wise. And you go into a team that's that you're surrounded by great players, and I think that's a good piece for him to even get that done. And I think he's in a better position just because of the team that he that he's on based on anybody else that he's going against for that position. That's a great point. I think um, I think all of y'all said some really good things. I think I, I think that was such a great pickup for us because we needed defensive line help for the Chiefs. But I think for me, my guy, offensive rookie of the year, is going to either be, you know, it's between two players for me this year. I, I really like Pickens from – the Steelers. I think that there's going to be something really good about him that I think is going to help that roster. I think there are two receivers on that team that a lot of people are going to hope they can try to mitigate, leaving him an opportunity to really step up and be a good ball player this year. But I, I, I'm going to have to go with you and your pick in Atlanta, Darius, but just have to take it from the receiver to the thrower. I think Desmond Ritter takes over that job really soon. I think Desmond Ritter takes over that job really soon. I think that he's a starter by week five, week six. I think he rides the rest of the year out, and I think he does exactly what he's done all of his career, and that's play big and big moments and win ball games. That's not to say that they're going to win enough games to go to the Super Bowl, but that is going to say that he's going to win games and give hope to Atlanta where there hasn't been hope at quarterback for a good bit of time. And it's not to say that Matt Ryan is a bad quarterback. It's just as an organization – Matt Ryan at quarterback was one of those pieces where it was more circumstantial the older he got. 
Right. We have Matt Ryan based on circumstance. And so he, for me, Desmond Ritter will be, in my opinion, the offensive rookie of the year at the end of the year. Um, now, as far as defensive rookie of the year, I'm going to, it's just a toss up between sauce, John, uh, sauce and um, Jordan Davis. Like, 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 oh, sauce is like, I think sauce is a great player just based off what he did in college. Right. I know that doesn't necessarily make you a great player in the league, but if he does even close to what he did in college in the NFL, that's going to speak volumes to his talent and his ability. But I think Jordan Davis is one of the best players we've seen in a long, best raw players. If the Eagles do right with Jordan Davis, they're going to, they're, they've got to steal. If the Eagles do right with Jordan Davis, they're going to have a dominant, oh, they're going to have a Vince Wilfork, a, uh, a Warren Sapp, an Aaron Donald, a Chris Jones-esque defensive lineman for 10 plus years. That's and I amazing. think that Jordan Davis is the reason why the defense for the Eagles looks a whole lot better this year than it did last year. So I agree. So, yeah, that's my picks. Kurt, did you have – I know you mentioned you like my man George, uh, George K. We're going to call him George K to make sure I'm not butchering his name from Kansas City. What about offensive player? Did you have anybody – no, I went with I went with both I went with both of your picks. This is why I said I piggyback yeah. because it was hard for yeah. me to go. It was hard for me to go against what you said. Number one, because outside of those, I'm not really like hip to anybody else that could potentially be a dog as far as offense or defense goes. Like these are the people that made a lot of noise in college. Now, granted, I know we have a lot of great players out there, but these are the ones that I'm familiar with. Right outside okay. of. You know, outside of their outside of their college careers, I feel like they are in the systems that best fit them to be rookies of the year. Okay, that's perfect. Then, so that means I'm not too too off the wall with my stuff. So it makes me feel good. Except for that so, brief thing, but yeah, at least you ain't picking the out the north. Yeah, right, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Give me give me that Gatorade now. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. I love you right. Right. So that Gatorade now. Last section I feel like the people really would want to hear is our fantasy football picks. We all are fantasy football heads. We all are in a division uh, in a fantasy football league together. Two picks I got for y'all. Who is y'all must play? Who is y'all must sit? For me, my must sit, I had I'm sitting David Montgomery versus San Fran. Mm -hmm. I had that for the simple fact that that San Fran defense, like we mentioned earlier, I feel like they're underrated. They're going to have a great time, a, well, a great season. And I truly feel like that Chicago offense is going to go as far as Justin Fields leads them. I don't like David Montgomery as a running back, too, just off the strength that he has fumble issues. And if I'm depending on him to be my running back, then that's that's kind of scary. Must play for week one. I'm going with one of my picks for uh, comeback player of the year. You need to play Saquon Barkley. I don't care. I feel like they're going to get him involved, get him the rock. They have a great play caller as a new head coach. He's going to try to get Saquon the ball as much as possible. You got to play Saquon. Who y'all boys got? Man, look for my fantasy. No ifs, ands, or buts about it. DeAndre Swift has to play. On that Detroit Lions team, I have no choice. He has to play. Mm -hmm. I have to get him in there. He's a key component to that offense. If he don't move, they don't move. He got to get it done. He has to play. 
And for me, I got to sit D-Hop. I have D-Hop. He's suspended. He got to sit. I have no choice. I'm not going to put him in zero points. Like, that was an easy one for me. He got to sit. Now, I know Mm -hmm. I took a chance getting him, but, you know, once he come back, I feel like he could be a key to why we win the fantasy. No, and it's not and it's not bad that you picked him up, right? Because he's only suspended what six weeks? Yeah, six weeks. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, like I'm not mad at from a football perspective, I'm not mad at anybody who says, Oh, I need to go pick up Deshaun Watson. You know what I'm saying? As a human, I think he's a bad human, you know, for whatever allegation purposes he's received. Yeah. Like, we're not gonna touch that. We already talked as a as a community, we're not gonna touch that because we're not even gonna elevate the type of things that, you know, he's been alleged of. But right. I'm not mad from a perspective of picking up a suspended player because a guy like D-Hop, he's a transcendent receiver. He's transcendent. He, you, I'm not mad at that at all. So you, it, I wouldn't even consider that for you, Kurt, a must-sit. I think that's a must-have on my team if he's still in your league. If yeah. he's still in your league sitting on, the, on your free agency, go get him. Somebody else, Julio Jones, go get him. Why not? Julio Jones, that's a goat throwing to a goat. Julio Jones is going to have big numbers, guys. Like, there's no question yeah. about it. Julio Jones is one of the greatest receivers we've ever seen play. He's going to be great, bro. He's going to be good. I wouldn't be surprised if Julio don't crack a K this year. So, I, so mm-hmm. I take it that's your must play. I wouldn't say he's my must play. I wouldn't. So that's funny you say that, right? I wouldn't say he's my must play. I would say he's he's a must have on your roster if you've got space for it. But am so I a must add type player, like a must add for free must okay. add to the roster. You should draft him. I wouldn't say draft him because he's probably not going to get drafted. But if you can get him off your free agency, get him. You know, my league is y'all. My league let me win this zone again. Mind you, I'm a two time winner. I'm back to back wins. I'm back to back wins, dog. They let me win this joint again because they let me draft Patrick Mahomes and they let me draft Justin Jefferson. And so it's kind of like. They don't want to win, and it's okay. So my must play is Patrick Mahomes, Justin Jefferson. Get the ball to Justin Jefferson. You want to win, put Booby in. You know what I'm saying? Them the must, them the must plays. Now must sits. You know, I'm a guy I drafted, and I was on the phone with my brother. I was on the phone with Darius while we were talking about the draft, and somebody he was like, "Man, if he's there, go ahead and get him." Is Gabe Davis. I'm not sold on Gabe Davis yet. I know Gabe does really well in the postseason. I'm going to be excited to see what he does throughout this, the regular season. He became a household name in the postseason. He didn't do anything for me in the regular season the way I would like to have seen last year. So I think this year you can sit him your first game. You don't have to wait. I think he's a wide receiver two or three on your team if you've got a good wide receiver core like myself. Very good wide receiver core. Uh, I got Michael Pittman. Man, I got Mark Andrews. Like, man, I'm going to win it again, guys. Good luck. Good luck. So that's my, that's my must play, must sit. Call me week 18. <laughs> Meet me in the championship game because that's where I'm going. That's where I'm going. Well, there you have it, everybody. Henry chose two easy must plays oh. and uh, a must sit that, you know, some people might agree with, some people might not. Gabe Davis is a good player. He did come on late last season. But another guy I wanted to throw out there, like I said, I my my team is pretty good myself. I got Kamara, CMC, Travis Kels. <laughs> but uh, if, if there's no other topics that anybody has that we want to discuss, 
Uh, I feel like this is a good place to call it. This was a very successful first episode. I truly appreciate everybody for tuning in and listening. You know, we we discussed a lot of good topics. I truly appreciate this. This is Real something quick. we are going to do. Real quick, last thoughts to rise. Close us out with your last thoughts. Anything you got on your heart and mind? Last thoughts, last thoughts, man. I, I, I want to thank God for safe travels. I want to thank God for allowing my pops to see 59, man. You know, it's not, not yeah. a given for yeah. men, especially black men in today's day and age to see that age. So, you know, 59 is truly a blessing. I pray to, you know, be as healthy as he is at 59 because you get up and walk three miles, man. I'd be struggling trying to walk a mile some days. So it's, it's truly a blessing. I want to just, you know, thank God for good health and wealth and, Hey, y'all, man, give me a follow on Twitch, man. Cape 1212. I'm at 149 followers on Twitch. We're pushing to 200 by October, middle of October. Hopefully I can get to it, you know. So just just be working, man. We grinding. We in the lab. We in the lab. Facts. Final thoughts, Kurt. You got your your robe on with your chest out. Final yeah, thoughts. I got on a Tar Heel. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I thought he had his robe. Hey, we need to get on this college football because this, you know, we going to. Yeah. Anyway, this yeah. final thoughts. You know, again, thankful for again safe travels. Thankful for your pops in New Year. Your pops is like mine. You know, we all brothers in this thing for sure. Mm-hmm. And you know, man, look, final thoughts. I'm always leave with God is good regardless of what it is. That's what we gonna leave it at. For sure. Amen. For sure, man. Final thoughts. Final thoughts, man. Um. I think I always I think I share the same sentiment, you know, for folks who are listening to Rice and I are, are blood brothers, same father, same mother. Um, you know, so it's it's just it's always a blessing, right? To be able to be around my people, Kurt and I like Kurt's my dog, you know, so it's always a blessing. Uh final thoughts, I would definitely say if you're struggling, if you're going through something, whatever it is, if your head is down, if you feel like you're not gonna make it, if you have listened to this long podcast and got to this point, you're meant to listen to this for a reason. And I want you to know that God is going to work it out. Keep the faith, keep God first, trust and believe, lean on your system, lean on your support system, find some people around you that are going to hold you accountable. They're also going to hold you up when you don't feel strong. It's going to be all right. For sure. Amen. Man. Well, there you have it. Everybody has been a good episode. Episode one is in the yeah. books, baby. In the books, man. Salute to the Dynasties podcast, man. Give us a follow on socials. Like I mentioned, Darius Capers on Twitter, Cape1212 on Instagram, Cape1212 on Twitch. You know, your boys, please shout your socials out again. We're going we're gonna to try to. You know, I'm King Vincent through and through. Holler at me at week 18. That's the motto this year. Holler at me at week 18. Hey. We need that on a t-shirt, cuz. Yeah, for sure. Shout out to your boy Hen Dog, your favorite neighborhood hope dealer dog. Hit me at on uh Instagram, long live my reign, all caps, and come check me out. The Capers Cares Foundation. Anytime you want to donate, anytime you want to give back, hit my phone. So y'all appreciate y'all for listening. Until the next episode, we out. So we out. Peace. Peace.